in the Storybrook Circus. My name is the Mackie Mouse. My name is Isla Sikorsky. Thanks for coming back, guys. It's episode 59, which is very exciting for us. That's uh, one away in, from 60. In Brookie land, yeah. Yeah, and Brookie Nation is, uh, I'm sure, ready to celebrate the 60th anniversary of our first episode. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. That's it like a that, foreshadowing. Felt, He's going to put celebration in the intro next week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Well, this intro, uh, our W-I-T-C-H song, I played it last week because we thought Zelina was going to be like the Wicked Witch of the West yeah. and be in it a lot. They and then she wasn't. Us. So, so you know what? This this episode is called Witch Hunt. And so I felt like it was appropriate to play yes. it again. I mean, yes. I play it a few more weeks because I just really like It'll opening the show with that vibe. Doesn't it feel good? It's it just a feels good, good song. It's so good. TikTok. Can we just for a second give it up for TikTok? Every day just of my like, life. Like making, and I, I just, the dances and the, the weird role models for 11 year olds, like just having sex with the air is really annoying to me. But, but TikTok brought us some really amazing music in the last two years of like pe- standout people who even started in 2020 and are like signing record deals and stuff this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's huge, Stacey Ryan, our you know our friend, our friend, Caitlin, Caitlin. Who we, our friend Caitlin, who we discovered, together. Young Gravy, um, yeah, like a lot of people. It's crazy, Jax. and it, I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? Like a few years ago, like I, I, you remember when Sean Mendez and even Justin Bieber were discovered on YouTube from like celebrities finding them and then bringing them in. You know, yeah. Like, how do you feel about this new wave of of like? you know singers and artists and stuff coming up on tiktok on their own just like blowing up i love it because weird that version of our world is controlled by nepotism and all the nepo Mm -hmm. babies are getting real pissed off at the fact that anyone can cook now you know what i mean like i totally do it's really leveled the playing field for somebody like us who would have never been given the opportunity it's there now you can go out and you can you know, seize the day and all that good stuff. Or you can just go on and have a good time. It, I don't know. I just, I, there's a lot of bad that comes with the internet and social media and TikTok specifically, but it's like today's version of an encyclopedia. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I, I have it. learned so much from there and I am, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You hit on something right there too. It's not just people discovering new careers. Think about how much stuff we've been taught, how many recipes we found, the TikTok made me buy it. People people literally describing things as the TikTok pants, yeah. you know, the TikTok top, you know, like the the things that go viral that, you know, really would not have become popular or or known to a lot of people. Have they not been on TikTok? It's weird. This is not sponsored by TikTok, by the way. <laughs> but if they want to sponsor me. Can you imagine if that was the way we opened the show with a sponsorship from TikTok? And we're like, guys, use TikTok more. It, it'll be it'll be great. It's Don't good worry. for your brain. <laughs> it's good for you. Trust us. I mean, 
Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Bing bong. So that has been your your TikTok moment of the of the show. Silas' favorite part of our show uh, that day. I just made up. Okay, <laughs> I like it, Picasso. Oh, we are we are lunatics. Oh, we um, should tell them who we are. Besides our what? names. Oh, so you know that the name of the show is uh, Storybrook Circus. Storybrook <laughs> Storybrook Circus. I did that right, right? My brain just short-circuited yeah. for a second. Because uh, we don't call it that. We call it we the call SBC. We call it SBC. I don't know. And the Brookies are Brookie Nation. But why? Tell us, Isla. What because do we do a little Besides over 10 weird. years ago, ABC came out with a hit show called Once Upon a Time. So Mackie and I decided to rewatch every single episode and we also decided to bring you all along with us we rewatch every episode starting from season one episode one and now here we are season three episode 13 witch hunt how exciting yeah guys i'm so sorry i'm eating pizza that's okay (laughs) so that's our podcast super glad you're here whether it's your first episode or your 59th episode um, what else do we want to talk about? Merch. It's live. Go Ayo. buy a t-shirt. <laughs> Volume one. We have five wicked cool designs. We would love it if you checked it out in our Etsy shop. Um, I'm going to plug the Etsy shop really quick. Etsy.com slash shop slash the SBC pod merch. That link will also be in our show notes and in our you know, bio. You know what we don't have? We have this. <laughs> But we don't have a bomb exploding. We oh. need the sound. You need the like resolution, you know? Yeah. You need to, like big, like poof. all right, anyway. So that's merch. Thank you, Isla. And that then is merch. We move on. I'm doing this in a terrible format. We move on to what's new chat. <laughs> if you're that's wondering what the notes say. What's new? Uh nothing much. I have gone into hibernation mode because we are preparing for our big twenty twenty two family vacation. Um, so we are laying extremely low because I like to be cautious and safe and I have so much packing to do. It is not even funny. So that's literally all that's going on in my life. Mackie's currently eating a pizza. He's drowning in work. Um, he's spending (laughs) loads of time with his wife and enjoying the hundred degree weather of Florida. That's what's new with him. Yes. Except for one other thing that I want to talk about because it's really, really important and I, I know that it's a touchy subject and I want it to not be and I want it to help people. I started therapy today. Wow, congratulations. It's a big deal. Uh, And so for a very small snippet of a mental health corner that we will have on the show for right now, uh, it's super important just to have someone to unload on. Who you don't have to... This is something I realized in my very first session today. Not first ever, but first with this person. That you do, even if you vent to someone, it's... Sometimes you have to curb it to like if, you, if you're venting to another coworker. It's kind of restricted to work. Or else then you get into like really personal details about your life and that gets kind of weird, right? Yes. Or if it's someone who is outside of work and doesn't understand the work stuff, who knows your personal life and vice versa, right? Getting to unload on somebody and vent to someone who is also listening for trigger words, can get into deep personal stuff in your life and have you unwrap it for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's so much, I I liken it to dog training. Dog training always gets a bad, like a weird rap for like, you need to 
to brainwash this dog into doing things. That's not what dog training is. Dog training is about training you, the human, how to get into the psychology of this dog to get them to do what you want. It's about training you, not the dog. Yeah. And so much of like therapy and counseling is about letting you fix yourself. All they do is guide. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just someone who hears things and that most of this session was asking questions back to me. What about this? And I go, well, I didn't think about that. And then you unwrap it out loud, right? Right. And it's just, it's it's guidelines, right? It gets you into a place where you can actually physically do the work yourself. It's not like you go and they give you a special pill and then you go loopy and everything's fine. That's not how it works. Right. Sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> um, so I want to encourage anybody who even is like, you don't have to be on the verge of a mental breakdown to talk to someone. <laughs> Obviously, no, if you are, please, I think it's please talk to someone. A very healthy component to all adulthood lives. Yeah. Even if you're like, like you think you're even okay. Even if you think you just, are in like the tippity toppity mental and physical shape of your life. Yeah. It's not gonna hurt. You know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah, it's like pizza. This pizza? This pizza is delicious. Oh, good. It's from Aldi. Aldi, Aldi frozen pizza is the jam. Yeah. No we joke. have a Stranger Things pizza in the freezer that I really want to try. Ooh. That sounds amazing. We found it at Walmart. It's jalapeno and pineapple. Oh, my God. I preemptively said it sounded amazing before I heard the ingredients, which sound even better. I know. It sounds great. Like, I want to try it. Yeah, it really does. Um, anyway, mental health is extremely important for everybody. Everybody in the entire world has had the worst two years of our existence. And so it's not only okay to talk to someone, it's okay to talk to other people about the fact that you talk to someone, which is why I wanted to say that out loud. It's no longer (laughs) taboo. Not even a little bit. It is very much so normalized. And who cares if it's normal or not? You should feel comfortable with it because it is only going to help. So anyway, that's what's new with me is I I need to recenter and refine my true authentic self because and i'm not blowing smoke this podcast is one of the places and i stand here sit here (laughs) to tell all of you that it is because of my co-host that i get to say this fact is 100 percent true this podcast is one of the few places in my life that i truly get to be completely authentically myself and we have said that on on our show multiple times that that's a goal of ours it's something that we are really passionate about and everything i've done with isla well when we've gotten to control it and drive what we're trying to do we have gotten to be our authentic selves when we hang out together when we make content for the internet when we make podcasts together we don't apologize for who we are and we check ourselves often against each other when our brains are being stupid to be like no this is do, do you and don't feel bad about it and that's what i say to all the brookies out there do you and don't feel bad I second all of this. Talk to people, you know, who professionally can give you some analysis on what you're talking about. Yeah. It's important. Mental health. Woohoo. Now, Brookies, what's going on with you? Yeah. Wait, don't all say it at once, though, or else we won't be able to hear you. But actually, if you do tell us, uh, then we can talk about it together. And we actually have a segment of our show where. I'm trying so hard to say. You, I did. You, I segued like, into you lo- it. You lobbed the ball right at me and I just fell apart like, <laughs> like a kid. I in am a recital. feeling let down today. I'm so let sorry. Let me tell um, you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a segment in our show where you can talk back to us and it's called the Storybook Daily Mirror. <laughs> 
are just a couple of knuckleheads. Um, extra, extra, read all about it. Uh, you can actually tell us how you feel and what your journeys are. They don't have to be mental health related. They could be anything. It could be what you had for lunch today. Tell me you're sharing and caring. What made you feel good today? Today, whatever today is, pick up the phone and you can call us in a number that Isla will tell you in a second. And you just tell us, you know, how you're feeling. I'm feeling good. I had a really great ham sandwich today and it made me smile. That's all. We just want to know how you're doing yeah. out there. Um, and there are many different ways that you can tell us your feelings about the show, about us or about your day. And Isla will tell you about them right now. So the Storybrooke Daily Mirror is a fictional newspaper in Storybrooke in Maine in the show Once Upon a Time. So we created our own fictional newspaper where you guys write or call or send a carrier pigeon to us to talk about whatever the hell you want. So if you would like to do that, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That is the price that you pay to enter the Storybook Daily Mirror um, so other bookies can get involved with our show. Um, you can call us or text <laughs> us, 207-536-8512. We have an email address, the sbcpod at gmail.com. <laughs> So sorry. We have an Instagram, the SBC pod. We have a Discord where you can talk to us or other brookies. That link will be in our, you know, our show notes. So Storybook Daily Mirror. Like I said, what is the price that you have to pay to get into Storybook Daily Mirror? You have a review. You have to leave a review. Well, we have a review to read out loud right now. Let me get Oh my god. Woo! <laughs> Okay, so here we go. This is from Tearbear87. Love it. Found this gem of a podcast while looking for something to go alongside my rewatch of Once Upon a Time. I love the format of the episodes, especially how they actually play the full show and comment throughout it, so it feels like I'm watching it with friends. The whole goal. The yeah. They strike the perfect balance, earnestly breaking down the underrated storytelling of the show while lovingly poking fun at its more cheesy moments. The hosts and production are amazing, and the jumbo-sized two-hour-plus-long episodes somehow hold my attention throughout. I put all of my other podcasts on hold just to binge these while I'm trying to catch up. Oh they God. are that good. Thanks, Isla and Mackie, for creating my new fave podcast. <laughs> what a compliment. There are like millions of podcasts out there now. <laughs> so to have anyone talk that highly of us, right. you know, is that's a big deal. I th I feel like. Now, what if I told uh, you I had a surprise and I had a second review? Oh, my God. Do you really? Yes. Oh, my God. This yes. is a breaking news, guys. This is a surprise for me because I did not look at these from forehead. So this is from a dear old friend of the Discord, Addie McKissick. Oh Addie. Titled A Diamond in the Rough. To say I love this show would be a drastic understatement. It's hard to find a podcast that loves its topics so much that it is willing to see the flaws, point them out, and make fun of them while still being positive. Isla and Mackie are fantastic hosts with huge hearts and have created a fantastic community around Once Upon a Time, and I feel so lucky to have found this amazing podcast. All magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast, and boy, are we lucky to have this one. My God. Yeah. So. Oh. Sorry, there's an outside dog just going ham outside my window right now. No. Um, Terror Bear. That's a, okay. Addy. Thank you guys so much. These were, like, genuinely amazing reviews. XOXO. 
Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Oh my God, why don't we end every storybook Daily Mary with that? Oh, we Duh. should. Obviously. Okay. Um, I just had like a moment. Uh, but that seriously was amazing. Thank you. We did not create this section so that you can just shower us with love. But the fact that you do sometimes is really... It really takes our breath away because we're we're a couple of morons. Like we're just idiots on microphones. We're just saying whatever we want. Like we're just like making fun of stuff. But the nuance of what we're trying to do, the fact, Addy, that you so perfectly captured the fine line that we play in comedy, you know, to like make fun of things, but not make people feel bad to point out flaws, but not just uh, jump on like a hate bandwagon. Right. There's a, there's a, there's a really fine line where it gets to be too much. And we try to ride that line as, as respectfully and um, responsibly as possible. Uh, so to hear unsolicited that what we are going for is kind of more or less where we're landing. It's like the with, highest with compliment. those of you who are listening. It really is the highest compliment because we weren't sure when we started if people were going to understand our brand. I have humor. to pause. Oh, no. Good night, I say no, but good night. really, it's a great moment. Come here, my oh, my God. Boo boo. How dare you? I was told I'm not allowed to play the Harper Jane sound yet, but ladies and gentlemen, it's Harper Jane. Do you want to say hello? Hello. How are you? Good. You're good? You're going to bed? Say good night, everyone. <laughs> you got to say bye like your vlogs. Say, say bye like your videos. Bye. Bye. <laughs> She's so tired. Are you tired? <laughs> I love you. Oh, you're so cute. I love you. Sleep tight. Have good dreams. I'll come see you in a little bit, okay? Goodbye, Nugget. Good night. So cute. Ladies and gentlemen, Harper Jane. Harper Jane. I can't wait to hear from my line producer, Lucas, if I did okay that time. That was good. That was good. She didn't have much to Thank say. She's very sleepy. Today was her first day no. back to school since their summer little summer break. Mm, okay. She got to see all of her friends again, and she went down the slide at the pool today. Ayo. Very Gotta proud. Hmm. So anyway. All right. So anyway, reviews. Thank you. Care Bear thank you. and Addy, you guys are the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you forever and ever. Because really, we we don't even know what to do with how much <laughs> love you guys give us. And and telling other people like what they're going to expect. The The fact that we put so many hours in on these, show, on these episodes is kind of crazy. Uh, and we really genuinely thought people were not going to like that. And we have heard overwhelming support for it. So... Ha! In your now. face to everybody that doubted it. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do I have one for that? Oh. Anyway. Um, next up are our text messages. So we got four text messages in. Um, some of them, <laughs> some of them are just, this is one of the best parts about text. You can just give us a short little, a short little something. Caroline uh, wanted to send us just a short little note and it said, Thank y'all for putting up with my chaos and just talking and texting my stream of consciousness, <laughs> which is what I did just now. 
It's just, just talking and, you know, texting your stream of consciousness. And that's what we like because we're all friends here. So thank you, Caroline. Yes. Uh, Emily would also like to text us uh, to say, hey, it's Emily. I'm sorry that last text was 100% verbal diarrhea, but my voice and specifically my laugh are giant indicators of me being in the room or building. Mike has lost me in malls and just followed the sound of my laugh until he found me like a homing beacon. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a great thing to be. There are way worse things to be able to be found by than uh, yeah. like a nice, a nice hearty laugh. I feel like that's a good one. Um, so yeah, when you were saying you don't have the typical Aries traits, I had to share that little look into my daily existence as an Aries. It's not all anger and pent up rage. Not all the time, at least. And a laughing, crying emoji. It, it's true. It really. I think it's really. It's. It's. It's not. Uh, it's. It's easy to pin it on the negative stuff. It's passion, right? So yeah. it's. It sometimes that passion, you know, manifests negatively in anger and frustration and rage. But sometimes that passion is just in like an extraordinary amount of fun. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. just like being wild and crazy outside, or <clears throat> like being the life of the party, or whatever it is. It's just. It's It's. It's heightened energy. So it's not always negative energy. Sometimes it's really heightened positive energy too. But honestly, sometimes it's just too much for people. Yeah. Like that level of energy is just like more than people can handle. And it's also funny because I was like that uh, when I was back home. And when I moved into the suburbs and was the minority of that, right? And like not everybody understands oh, you anymore because yeah, you you're like, this, you're like you the, all the crazy switched. northerner. Yeah. I switch real quick to like not being a life of the party anymore and I'm a lot more subdued. I'm a lot more quiet because you just don't know what you're going to get out here mm-hmm. and people get real judgy and real like they'll just put you in a corner because you're not falling in line with everyone else. And that call it what you will. I didn't do it on purpose, but it definitely freaked me out enough to just like turn into a shell. Yeah, a exactly. Bit. So I'm working through that. That's why I'm a therapy. Anyway, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, you, you figure out ways to 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 find yourself uh moving along we have uh breaking news we have breaking news oh i need i need to like why don't we have a news we need like uh the breaking news is from megan from las vegas who has oh my gosh megan's oh i no wait i loved her text message you want to read this one yeah do it hello it's all yours this is megan from washington dc what? Yep. That is right. Megan from Las Vegas has moved. Insert sarcastic yay. Oh, girl. Across country. Oh, moves. no. This feels like a book. Okay. I lived near DC. She's like 13. Wanna, that's like, really hard. Own. No, of course. Yeah. And it's okay. hard for an adult, too. I have been nervous to send you a message because though I have much to tell you, not all of it is about once upon a time. Girl, I want to know everything. <laughs> I hope you can bear with me through this journey. First of all, thank you, Isla, for being Goodreads friends with me. I know it might not be a big deal for you, but I am jazzed. I feel like I am friends. Oh my gosh, I can't read this. I feel like I am friends with a celebrity, though you might not see yourself as that. Not even a little bit, baby girl. I am now at 22 books this year. Oh my gosh, you're kicking my. I'm at 21, I think. No, I don't even think I'm there. Damn, you're kicking my butt. Yay. Second of all, I learned a new skill over my days in quarantine. After I got over my actual sickness and was just confined to my room, I spent hours watching videos about how to solve a Rubik's Cube. That's funny that this text message comes in after last week when I literally said my brain is just constantly doing a Rubik's Cube. And my quickest solve, my quickest solve time is now one minute and 17 seconds. 
Third of all, I do play along with the guess the characters who said the title of the episode game, but it is usually easy for me because I've seen the whole show four times, not counting season seven. Also, New York Serenade is one of my favorite episodes, and my mom and I quote it all of the time. I am also on Regina's side always, so Snow, let Regina process the way she needs to. I'm also glad there is another 13-year-old bookie. <laughs> Anyways, stay gold, oh, stay yay. rumble. Oh, my You know how happy it makes me that, like... Like, the people who listen are excited that other people are there. Like, everybody always getting excited when, like, Lucas comes in with news or yes! he's just, I don't know, or he or his mom are just coming in and being like, I graduated, I'm going to prom, and, like, everybody else is excited about it, too. It's yes! just so fun to see people connect together for, you know? Um, but Rubik's Cubes are... Once you figure out how to do them are fun, until then, it's absolutely and utterly miserable. I, uh, super long story, it doesn't really matter, that will be shortened, but I basically produced videos from a master mathematician. He's like the top mathematician in the country, right? He's like a Harvard or something professor. Okay. And I was producing a video on mathematics in general. And one of the chapters on his study of mathematics, it was like mental math, right? So it was like when someone hits you with a three-digit number times a two-digit number, how can you just like quickly do it in your head? I he can't. Had like tricks like that. I mean, it's really interesting because he does break things down to any age yeah. level. That was the whole the whole premise behind that show is that as long as you can do as long as you can do like first grade like single digit stuff, then you can do the hard stuff. You just have to be taught how to put it together, right? So he'd break it down into stuff that like kids could do. And so you as an adult as party tricks could kind of figure it out, right? One of the chapters was about Rubik's Cubes because Rubik's Cubes are literally all just math. Now, you don't have to know any numbers for it. So that part of the show was like a break from all the crazy numbers coming at you to kind of physically get something in your hands and do it. Because I was producing the show, we had to do these takes like hundreds of times. So it actually stuck with me, the little mnemonics that <laughs> that we uh, learned. I'm laughing because Isla and I had a discovery this week about how mnemonic was spelled. And we were really mad about how stupid silent letters in English are. <laughs> mnemonic is dumb and doesn't start with P, apparently. Anyway, um, the little tricks and rhymes and whatever things that he teaches you, right? And so for a while that stuck with me and I remembered it. So anytime I could pick up a Rubik's Cube anywhere, like a normal one, like a normal six-sided one, uh, and do it quickly. And my best time I think was about two, three, it was like three minutes, two minutes, something like that. Um, I could, and I was trying so hard to get under that one minute mark because that's like the that's like the the spot you can brag about. And then I never did it, and then I lost. I lost the memory of how to do it. So now I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to. So it's so cool to see not only someone, but someone so young who like, what 13 year olds care about Rubik's cubes anymore? But this is awesome that you like, not only can you do it, but apparently you're really good. Like <laughs> One minute, 17 seconds is really impressive. I can't even tell you when you're like, no, he could break it down. I'm like, no, he really could not break it down for me. As soon as you mention the word math, I immediately shut down. I'm done. I yeah. check out. Some people are some people are just like that. I it's am just... like I've always been really That's bad okay. with like numbers, and it's probably because I like am definitely dyslexic on some level. But my math teacher in high school, who I unfortunately had sophomore and junior year of high school which is wicked messed up like he got to teach two different ones he hated me and he used to every time i would ask a question because i was trying to understand and pass the goddamn class he would be like in front of everybody come on isla do you need to go back to the third grade oh i hate teachers like that and you know what sucks the worst teachers like that you know who can attest to that 
my husband because he was in the math class with oh, me. Right. Do you know how fucking embarrassing that <laughs> oh is? Oh my god. That's I okay. You know what? I literally would be like, hi, I'm so sorry. I'm 16 years old and I don't know how to add, subtract, divide, or multiply fractions. And he'd be like, come on, Isla. Right, do you? <sighs> Isla. And I, I'm like, I'm the sorry. Who, they take it as a personal offense that you don't know things. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm think dumb. I like this? Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't enjoy being like this. I literally used to be like, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. I don't know what you want from me. I, I'm sorry I'm hurting your life by me being too dumb for you. Like, I'm so sorry. Everyone would be like, why are you saying that? Like, who's that? Why, yeah, why that's are you talking the like that? friggin' worst. Um, Shout out to Mr. Well, Dunn. I hate you, man. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, well, Megan is now in D.C. I hope, I, I know it sucks. Listen, uh, yeah, we can, we can say that sucks, but... You are so freaking cool that it's not even going to matter because... And also, D.C. is a f- really cool town. And if you're there at 13, you can really, like... I, I know you. it's it's because the nation's capital is also there. Everybody's like, oh, it's all politics. It's really not. There's a robust art community there. Like, a lot of You can theater, go to the Smithsonian's for free. The Smithsonian's, the Space Museum, the the uh, uh, Kennedy Center. You can see some really cool shows at the Kennedy Center. There's like beautiful parks and stuff. Honestly, so I lived in Virginia. I lived in a suburb in Virginia, just out like thirty or so minutes outside of DC. So I used to go to DC all the time. Very similar to here. Like I'm about thirty minutes from Orlando. Same thing. You know, I don't like I don't live downtown, but I do frequent downtown often. Um, uh, once you become of age, if you decide that you want to party, Adams Morgan is really cool. Also, it's not just for partying. Like, there's a lot of good food and stuff at Adams Morgan. It's where, like, the college kids hang out. Um, but it is a very cool town, and new opportunities like that don't happen all the time. And to have new opportunities in, like, an impressionable age is actually cool. You're never going to see it that way, of course, because you get, like, a lot of stuff ripped away, your friends and your comfort zone and everything. But... you could have moved to like the middle of nowhere you know what i mean like dc is not the worst place to land you could have moved to friggin oklahoma or something where i live or ohio or ohio i'm I'm never i'm never or wisconsin (laughs) Ooh, yikes (laughs) i got beef with wisconsin now guys listen appleton wisconsin has the best meat and cheese in this whole country now everything else i got beef i'm done with wisconsin If Do you want to tell a, the people your Wisconsin beef? Oh my gosh, yeah. So I so we don't leave them in the yeah, lurch. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I had this class that I had to take last week, and the instructor of the class was from Wisconsin, and she had a heavy accent. And like, all right, <laughs> I got through it. But then she started speaking nonsense, and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, some of the people that we deal with are really crazy. Not crazy like those Disney adults, though. No, 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 no." And I. No. Was, Lord have mercy. Thank goodness we did not have to have cameras on for these classes. I was so mad. I was so angry. And then I had to do like um, a learning activity with her where she had to give me some coaching. And she was like, you're just way to the point. Way to the point, girl. What does that mean? And she was like, "You gotta, too, you gotta you adopt the Midwest." Too- she goes, "You gotta adopt the Midwestern where we, you know, we woo and we wow." And I'm like. Oh, but that's g- not me. that's kill. not what I'm here to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got to unpack this for a second. So you're telling me 
that your coaching was you're too good at your job, be less good I'm so that you can to the fucking point. have I need a to narrative like, and a story. I need to like form a bond and I don't I don't need Ooh. to get into specifics of my job. I think that that's inappropriate for what I do. Um, but like, I that's not what that. my job is. So <laughs> no, I was no. so annoyed you know by this Wisconsin woman that now I've written Wisconsin <laughs> off the map. The Midwest in general, I think, could just float away. The Midwest has such a, you know what? It's just different. That's all. It's just a different culture. No, than but mine, if something ever happened so where I would have to like change jobs and move to Wisconsin, or if I ended up marrying somebody that was like in no, the military no, 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 and like no, no, had no, no, to get no. like moved to somewhere in the Midwest, could I could not imagine somebody like me in the Midwest? I'll give you one example. I get into fights exception. in the grocery store parking lots. I, <laughs> I'll give you one exception. Chicago. That's the only Midwest I've been city. to Chicago. I loved Chicago. I can't I wait really to like go Chicago. back. I would fit right in there. There's a whole entire Polish community. Me and Bar could go hang yes. out. No, I'm down with Chicago. That's the only Midwest city I'm cool with. And I got, Cleveland is only sometimes okay, sort of, because it's basically Canada. No. It's like so far north. It's been there. Isn't the Rock and Roll it, Hall of Fame there? It is. I went that there. is the best part I, of Cleveland. I went there and I was not impressed. You couldn't touch anything. That's, you couldn't take pictures of anything. You can't Everybody take was annoying. Anything. No, I didn't like it. The gift shop had really lame options. I yes, was you're right. No. No. But Chicago's a dope city. I'll say I'll say that. Chicago's dope. I saw a little Chicago's shop of horrors dope. there and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh nice. and I went to a Polish yes. buffet. Yeah, no, their food Chicago's food is some of the best. And I went to the I, Navy one of my, Pier. Some of my favorites. Oh yes. Hell yeah. I tried to get my nose pierced, um, but then they said that I would, like, be fine if I came back uh, disfigured from, like, how I left before because I was on a school trip, obviously. Oh, come on. I got into a fight on the bus in Chicago because the boys were bullying one of the younger boys, um, and I (laughs) ended up hitting one of them. Peek into Isla's life. And the director was like, I'm going to have to send your ass home on a plane if you don't get your shit together. And I was like, "Uh, control the boys that are performing a hate crime in the back of the bus right now. Like, I'm the good guy here. It's me. I'm the good. So anyway, that was my time in Chicago. That that was your we have to have one. I can't even get into my time into D.C. And that is probably why I feel so hard for Megan right now, because that was quite literally the worst four days of my entire existence. Hold on. D.C. with school was the worst experience of my whole life. I've DC, told you the story of me in D.C. Adult. It's like a literal, yes. tr- it's a no, telenovela. No, that's a dumpster fire. It's really, yeah, it's really, no, school in D.C., D.C. and Pennsylvania, if you go on school trips there, you're guaranteed to have a horrible time. Guaranteed. I need I to redo my cities. time in D.C. I have said it for over 10 years now. Oh, my God, family trip. Let's take a family trip. I will I will tour you around D.C. D.C.'s great. I'm telling you. As an adult, without school bullshit, it's real nice. I went it's to awesome. D.C. when Obama was the president. Me too. That's when I lived there. And there was a minivan parked in the like driveway area of the White House, like where you can see it from. And we all were like, oh my God, Obama drives a minivan? Like, we were so annoying. <laughs> we were like the most annoying teenagers. I was 16. Oh, and like then we were like, we were like, oh, let's make up a song about Obama. Like, nobody needs to hear all of this. Like, there's protesters. Sure. There's, you know, houseless people. There's just casual tourists. And we're like, Obama, Obama, you got my back, Obama. <laughs> and we were doing that in front of everyone. And I will never, that whole dance, like that whole routine. Oh, my God. The, the amount that we would be absolute and utter best friends in high school together is staggering to me that we that we somehow orbited each other's lives being so uh different in age 
and still like this like i think our current friendship being as strong as it is now is evidence of how strong friends we would have been as kids. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Well, Megan, please keep us updated on your DC experience. Think of us as your travel journal and, and you can let us all know, oh obviously, gosh, if yeah. you're comfortable doing that. Don't do anything you're not comfortable with. But but we are, we are now invested in this move. So I want to I know that you're okay, Megan. We need to make sure that you're okay. Megan, can we still call you <laughs> Megan from Las Vegas? Oh, you will always be Megan from Las Vegas. Yeah, we're not going to move your pin on the map. No, 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 no. No, you're going to be there. We're going to keep you in Vegas. Um, okay, moving on. And also update us on your, your Rubik's Cube stuff. And I love that uh, you play the guest the characters with us. And I was hoping that someone like yourself yeah. would just be able to be like, oh, yeah, Regina to David, obviously. Like, I, like I, I need to know if that makes you feel good. Because this is a game we made up on the spot that we just thought would be fun. It's <laughs> just because of us. fun. But, like, is it fun, especially for people who, like, know the game? Like, it's always fun playing a game that you, like, can win. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That you're good at. So, please tell me if the game is actually fun for you. I mean, you just did. You said you love playing the game. <laughs> but keep telling us. Uh, anyway, we have, some, we have some more. We have a couple more. Oh, well, one more, actually. For, it's, well, it's three messages, but it's one person. Uh, before we move on to emails. Uh, so, this is Logan from Houston, Texas. Uh, I'm a college student and also working at my college to pay rent and bills and all that gross stuff. I work a desk job for the most part and the podcast keeps me company while I work. It's simple enough not to distract me, but also very, also entertaining enough to keep me from falling asleep. I've seen most of the show three times. I can't bear to watch the last season again. Man, people Damn. are really aggressive <laughs> about this last season. <laughs> I can't wait till we get there to see oh, if like- what are we going to do? In, in this watch, if we agree with everyone. I, I have a feeling, much like Lost, that it's not going to be as bad in the context of this fun rewatch we're doing. Yeah. But I can understand if it would be like rough if you were just like watching by yourself, you know, and, like having to wait a week between I'm each little, episode. I'm a little nervy. I never, I've never seen it because I stopped and then went back to do this rewatch. So you might I know choke on some of those words, but well, I know okay. parts about it because I've read about it because I didn't mind like being spoiled yeah. on certain things. But but obviously it's different when you read it than yeah. when you like experience it. So uh, the text goes on. So it's nice to hear the familiar show in the background along with your commentary. I'm currently on episode 14, so I'm very behind, but attempting to catch up. Okay, bye. Hope you're doing well. Also, Hook is mine. <laughs> uh, the second message. So, first of all, also, love people that are binging who, like, jump in and are like, oh, I'm all the way back at the beginning, but um, I'm here for it. You know, like, we love the bingers uh, because there's a lot of meat. There's a lot of show here to get through. And so, um, when people come in and are like, oh, I have it. Because I, I like them commenting back to us about the things we used yes. to say. Back in like the early teen episodes when we were still like, there was a whole conversation going on in the Discord recently. Um, for those of you not in the Discord, where the party's at, uh, that we're talking about our tone and even some of our opinions in the first few episodes where someone pointed out, I it was, it was Addie or Emily or somebody, um, that we... <laughs> That we really did not like Snow's pixie cut in the beginning, which is so funny to me that we like yeah. are so pro pixie because she looks great. And we were just like, we were having a time back then, man. We were like still in our old podcast. Like we were listen, it, like we were going through it. OK, we were in the trenches. I was still at the yeah. most toxic job that you could ever imagine. And we were recording the most toxic podcast that you could also ever imagine. So it was. What did, oh. 
Okay. Oh, guys, okay. Hold on. Wow. Once we, again, wish we, we were a visual podcast for wish one second. Video. Because Bart just shows up. He okay, so we are cleaning out. We are like getting rid of shit. And he found a whole I must have printed uh like two hundred pictures from our big August trip last year where we did the firework cruise with everyone. And one of the pictures that I took were of the Storybrooke sign. And I must First have of all, it. that's a gorgeous picture of Storybrook Circus. And can I you... took that because it's really I'm a good. photographer. You are a photographer. Can we put that somewhere? Can that be like a like that's I took this. We we're we're gonna post this on let's post that on the Instagram. I think that would be great for us okay. to post like the inspiration for right and this so like, I wish we were video again. Um we just had a, a lovely uh guest appearance from Bart's fingertips <laughs> showing us this photo. Um What was I even talking about? Uh I don't remember. What was I talking about? Do you remember what I was talking about? Do I have to roll back the tape? <laughs> we could just move on, or we could do that too. But. Oh, we hated Snow's pixie cut. Oh, pixie cut! <laughs> but yeah, we were we were we were having we we were different people back then. So to hear people binging are about to watch like the progression of us as people, like kind of finally becoming free and and becoming ourselves and and feeling good about it and being confident. Um, I just love, it's like a time capsule. It's like hearing from people. It's like hearing from, it's like the Bill and Ted version of yourself coming back in time and being like, oh, the future's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love that that element of it. Um, but there's there's more text messages. The second one says, oh, also, I, I love slutty red. It could have been done better, <laughs> but. <laughs> Honestly, well, like, we do too. <laughs> we, we do too. We, we just, you. I don't know. It what? was a funnier bit, but we do, we do too. Are you just holding a cup of noodles right now? No, they're goldfish. Oh, it looked like a cup of dry Rotelli noodles. And I was like, what in a in a measuring cup? <laughs> this is adorable. I was uh, getting snacks. Okay. The second message says, uh, I love slutty red. It could have been done better, but she's hot and eventually becomes more well-written. So, parentheses, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. <laughs> Thank you for the context. Also, Logan is a girl's name. Fave. Fave. I love, love it. Love that. I would also like to inform uh, you why he shoved this in the camera's face because I said, can you get me some goldfish? And he goes, I got you exactly one cup of goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> like a measuring cup, perfectly measured Literally one cup in of like goldfish. a Pyrex measuring cup. In, in, a, in a measuring cup. Oh, Bart. We got to love Bart. The third, well, fourth, fourth member of our podcast. Harper Jane, obviously, is the third. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, on the season two premiere, so the third message on the season two premiere, I did in fact listen to all of it in one sitting. I think we said something about like how long it was, and is someone going to listen to right. a four-hour episode all the way through? We did. Well, Logan, Logan from Logan Houston, did. Texas, did. Uh, let's add another Houston, Texas pin. I think we have a couple, but uh, Miranda, if you're listening, our resident cartographer is that is that a map keeper? I don't know. Is that isn't that the stars? I don't know words. I don't know. I'm hope I'm hoping cartographer is a map person. Someone correct me. You might be um, right. Please uh, add Logan from Texas to the map. That is our text messages. Uh, I am. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing right now. I am sending a message to Lucas, who just texted <laughs> on the text number, and that is why. 
You just heard typing, and I'm stalling so that I can recollect myself and continue with the show. You're welcome, everyone. Let's do emails. Do we need to have, like, an email song like Blue's Clues? Mail, my mail. Like, we have Starbuck Daily. Mail, my yeah. mail. Mail. Uh, the first email, how do you want to do this? Oh, do you I want to switch this. off? I do this. You want to... Oh, Isla's got it under control. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to sit back. Thank you for being a friend, Isla. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. All right, we're hearing from Vinnegan, titled More Reasons Why Blue Fairy is a Villain. I'm ready, girl. So I'm back once again. Sorry, I keep just like sending these in. Don't say sorry. My phone is like broken. (laughs) Won't let me send you a text, which I would do instead of a million emails. So I'm here again. Same thing. Anyway, I'm now on season three, episode 10, New Neverland. And it's pissing me off that Blue says, like, I can't believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. But girl... You're the one who said, that's the problem. I no longer believe in you. So to tank, you need to take the responsibility for your actions. Also, this whole I'm better than you energy is so annoying because she never acknowledges her own faults. Like you telling Rumpel that a curse would get him to a land without magic and then telling Geppetto being like, oh, yeah, somehow the evil queen has some curse. No idea how that happened. Okay. anyways, (laughs) bye. I agree. Lovely. Literally all of that. Uh, I do, too. I do, too. It's. The writing is a little weird, I, I must admit. Yeah, Blue Fairy's villain. And the, and it really does come down to the I'm better than you energy. That's the yeah. thing that's really bothering us. It's it's, it's a pretension, I guess, is what that is. Yeah. You know, like this, this pedestal, I guess. But the Blue Fairy, I guess, is positioned in a place where they're supposed to be like in charge or like, you know, I don't know. It feels weird. I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, I, there's a second one. Vin wrote it it's again. Vin, I'm back again. I'm doing this because uh, Wikipedia didn't. Because Wikipedia, Wikipedia didn't. didn't. So I'm listening to season three, episode 11, and oh my God, the song Charlie's Girl that Emma has playing is the same song that Neil was listening to when he first introduced, when he is first introduced, whenever he gets the postcard from August saying broken. I just thought you want to know that because, oh my God, Neil and Emma share a music taste. And I know it's not because he showed her that song because in this version of Emma, she doesn't remember Neil since he left her in jail or, uh, sorry, so if she shared this with him, it would bring up bad memories. I can't believe that Wiki didn't bring that up, though, because I feel like this uh, would be a piece of information that you two, especially Isla, would enjoy. I, Peace, Vin. Yeah. Um, d- but also, is that because a part of her does remember? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the subconscious level, like, likes the song, air quotes, but it's because it's part of her, like, memory seeping through, you know what I mean? Yes, but it still absolutely should have been in the Wikipedia. Absolutely should have been brought out, yeah, for sure. Vin, go add it in. Yeah, go do it. I mean, yeah, it's it's totally, uh, I think, editable by everybody, I think. (laughs) Uh, Did we do Leanne's? Second one? Her second one? Where do you see that? Uh, six days ago, Leanne, uh, who is from Manchester, England, originally messaged us in June, but a couple days ago said, I'm actually killing myself laughing, listening to you reading my email. As you specifically asked, my name is pronounced <laughs> Leanne, yep. not Lyan. Um, and the chat about AOL, this email addresses the first one I ever got when I was in my teens and just never changed it after my dad set it up. That's awesome first of all you get claps for that it's really cool my first screen name was 
was brillohead.tm at aol.com. And here's why. Because I got made fun of for my snappy curly hair all the time in school. And I thought that if I had made fun of myself, then they couldn't make fun of me because it wasn't fun anymore. So I called myself brillohead.tm. That was really self-deprecating and not healthy, but I did it anyway. And so that was We do what we have to do to survive. That's true. Mine survivors. was Panda Cool Dude. Cool with a K. Oh, I love it. My dad still still texts me cool with a K to this day. I then went to <laughs> Glamorous Girl with a U, 12 XOXO. Okay. Got I it. then formed Hugs into XO as a zero, Miss Isla. Yes. You got to do that. That was my final. That was my final aim name. Love it. Gotta love it. Woof. Uh, God, my one after Brillahead TM is the most horrifying, controversial thing that I don't understand why as kids we didn't think was a problem. Um, for a long time, my buddies called me DJ Snipecase. They called me Sniper, but then they called me Snipecase was my like handle for like games and stuff. Oh, I'm so embarrassed at this. It was because, do you remember, there was like a DC shooting, <laughs> like, a, like a guy at the top of a building. His name was like Mal Bainey or something like that. Um, I'm going to be honest. I have lived through way too many tragic events. Like to, so um, many. Yeah. You can't keep them straight. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. So there was a shooting in D.C. set like many, many years ago. We're talking like 15 years ago. Even more than that. Uh, 20 years ago probably now. Uh, and my freaking bonehead friend said I looked like this kid. He was like a 17-year-old kid. So they started calling me Sniper because of that. And I was like, yuck, yuck, that's great. I have a nickname now. It was horrifying. Oh, my gosh. So, so for a while, they called me Snipecase. And used to like we used to tag, not buildings and stuff, but like our bags with like graffiti and whatever. And so I, like we all tagged our nicknames. So I, ta- I tagged my, and, and for mine, my bubble letters, it was S-N-Y-P-E was Snipe. That's what they called me, Snipe. How I could, it couldn't have been like named after Wesley Snipes. Like, nope, it was like a horrifying, tragic thing that as kids in Brooklyn were just like, oh, whatever. And, but also, even back then, it wasn't nearly no. as prominent as it was now, where it's kind of a one off thing that's just a cultural, you know, like uh, an event. It's not like a whole thing that happens all the time. And it wasn't happening in schools as often. Columbine was like the only thing, you know, it was like one or two, but it wasn't like as prevalent and close together. I'm still horrified at that story, though. Like, I think about it all the time. And I'm like, dude, we were so insensitive. But we no, were also using no. words we shouldn't have used. Like, like, the amount of insensitivity that we grew up with is astonishing that we can even have the conversation about how bad it was. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, really. I don't think I'm, like, not giving credit for the bare minimum. But it's like, I, I can't even look at how different things were. 15 years ago like when i was in like compared to when i was even in high school which was 10 years ago and looking at like what my sister-in-law thinks is acceptable as she just went Mm. through high school and i'm like or unacceptable yeah that we did you know and like i've talked about this before but like i showed her jersey shore for the first time and she like had her jaw on the floor oh yeah did you show her the Haley duff gay commercial don't say gay commercial hillary duff respect Haley sucks Oh, Haley. Um, oh my God. Did I say Haley yes. out loud? No, Haley does suck. God, I've met her in real life. She's not the best. She was in hairspray. She was uh she was what's her face? The the blonde girl. The hell's her name? Brittany Snow. Yes, her. Exactly. <laughs> she was her when when Diana DeGarmo uh and um 
Tevin Campbell were in it. So I was I was going to Hairspray like once a week because I lived in New York and I was like, I, these are my favorite people. And she was the like, they always had to bring a celebrity in. And she was the girl. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She no, sucks. no anyway, sorry. Sorry. Hillary Duff. I didn't mean, I did not mean Haley. I meant Hillary. Um, but yes. Anyway, horrible story <laughs> to retell uh, about our thing. Um, Oh, where are we? We have to finish uh, Emmanuel Rob- Wait, we did, didn't we? Oh, no. I didn't? Don't feel oh, mad about the lack of languages. Here in England, I'm a bit of an outlier. Language learning is not popular here, sadly. People on mainland Europe blow me away with their language skills. Stay gold. Stay rumple. Bye. So that's in reference to me saying that yeah. British people uh, learn different languages. Manchester is, to my knowledge... I'm going to mess this up. Northeast? Manchester. I'm going to be totally wrong, aren't I? Or is Manchester South? Manchester appears to be. I got the I got the map. Got the map. Manchester is. Yes, it's north. Mm, Westish. So, but it is north. <laughs> very, very north of. So Manchester is basically. It, it's closest to Liverpool. It's got Liverpool on one side and then Leeds on the other. And like Sheffield is like close to that too. God, the, the places in England, Nottingham, Birmingham, they're all like real places like still in England. It's amazing. I love the UK so much. Um, it's funny because so, most of those are like street names and town names up here because, because, because we were built off of it, yeah. like, essentially. Yeah. So when I hear names like Leicester and Portsmouth. You know, stuff like that, I'm like, <laughs> that's where I live. That's me. Yeah. Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> Plymouth. I live there. Plymouth. Yeah. yeah. Cardiff. <laughs> Bristol. Um, anyway, I got it. I did it. Um, so I wonder, is it like a closer to, because like London and stuff is south mm-hmm. uh, England. So I wonder if it's like as you get further closer to Europe that it becomes like a more, is it more of, is it more of a London thing that it's, you know, or is, because, because I always thought London the, besides the like general RP, you know, BBC accent that London was the lock, stock and and Sue smoking barrels gangsters, right? Like, uh, you know, what was that? Hey, like those guys, the like big dudes with guns who are just like who just come in and I'm, a, I'm with their roller your hats. Face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I don't. I I I am wanting to learn more about the culture of the uk and i don't even know why i'm connected to it i just like it a lot a lot anyway languages i i like that europeans know more languages than we do (laughs) because it's embarrassing that we don't yeah now we don't even try like they're like spanish like that's all we can do is spanish maybe if you're lucky you get fancy you learn french and that's it is like all these people who know like i took german and five years of spanish and i i can barely say hello Hmm. I confuse wow. like aloha with hola still. So <laughs> I love it. But again, my teacher sucked. She was yeah, a pick me bitch that would try to like flirt with the high school boys just to like make herself feel but, better. Oh, no thanks. And she would oh, always tell us. stories about all the libraries she went to out the weekend and how many books she had. Like she would talk Boo. like this. That's a straight hard pass. Uh, oh, God. that's That makes me feel like it makes me feel like I got slimed like on Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, I feel like I have stuff on my body. Like, oh, gross. Uh, all right. So we're moving on to voicemails. Yes, maybe. I guess. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Just check. I got I to gotta check here. myself sometimes. We're here. We're here for you guys. All right. Voicemails. Ready? Here we are. First one, Emily, I think. Hopefully, if this sound is correct. <laughs> Hey, Island Mackie, it's Emily. Um, context for this voicemail. Um, I have not yet finished the going home episode, but I have finished the uh, daily mirror section. <laughs> I wanted to call it and tell you the story because I think it's really funny. Can I just stop for a second and say that the transcription says, but I finished the hot daily mirror section because <laughs> she just made it. She made a sound and it thought she said hot, which is really funny. Like the hot daily mirror section to me. is just really hilarious. Spicy. And then you were yeah. like, I'm an Aries, but like, I'm not an Aries because I'm not like super loud and assertive. I am an Aries. And I'm like smack dab in the middle of it. Me and my best friend both are. And we're like very much Aries to the point that. I'm so loud and make myself so known that, um, so I used to get my nails done at this, uh, like nail salon close to where I work. And then COVID hit and my husband and I moved out of town. So I hadn't gone back. I still work at the same office, but we moved like an hour away and I'm just walking to the train. And I'm okay. <laughs> so we, uh, I hadn't been the nail place in like two years because covid and like the commute blah 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 blah. but i need to get my nails done before my brother-in-law's way and i walked in and i hadn't been there in almost three years and uh the like guy that owns it didn't recognize me and his wife didn't recognize me and he said something that made me laugh and they both like look up and they're like emily oh "Oh my my gosh my voice follows me like i I love when people rapidly leave the room like they're running away when they end, end their voicemails. It's hilarious to me. I am not an Aries, but I relate to that so hard. Like somebody hearing my voice and being like, oh, shit, it's you. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> do you do you hide in your in your head shirt or your hat? That's why I love masks so much, because people don't recognize me. Oh, I hated everything about masks when we were all wearing masks, except for that. Mm -hmm. It was so nice to just be able to hide in plain sight. Oh, God. As a newfound, as a newfound introvert conversion, (laughs) who was never an introvert, who now just wants to be in my cove. Oh, man. Masks were a good time. I gotta tell you. I miss it sometimes. Only sometimes. Only the times where I don't care about whether I can breathe or not do I miss it. If I see a certain car in a parking lot, I will throw a mask on. She went to a grocery store. Yeah? Hmm. I should start doing that. I actually, yeah, no. um, The grocery store, especially one of the ones that we go to, like, near our house, because there's just so many people that I know. Mm-hmm. And I am not somebody that does well with grocery store casual conversation. It is oh my lord the worst thing to me. I it gives me so much anxiety. I saw my ex boyfriend at a grocery store once, and he oh, just he story. was like he was this. like doing like the whole like how are you what's going on and I have no ill feelings towards this man. You know he grew up. He's a nice guy. I wish him nothing but the best. But I just did not want to have that conversation. Right, like I just didn't want to do it. We were in the produce section, and I just wanted my lemons, and I wanted to get the hell out of there. So what do I, so he's like talking and like trying to get me to talk about my life and like probably trying to get me to ask about his, but I just like wanted my lemons. (laughs) So 
and there was like a, like a second where I was supposed to say something, and I was like, "Well, I'm in a bit of a time crunch," so and I dipped. Who the fuck says time crunch? I'm in a bit of a time crunch. <laughs> oh man! To this day, I didn't even get my lemons. I just left. So oh, no. oh, no. I say that. You didn't even get the lemons. No, you I just, just walked left. out with nothing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you just time crunch yourself. You know, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I was like, I'm over this. I'm yeah. over it right now. I am a person who is embarrassing to the Aries group. That uh, just, I-, I am counting the seconds when I can get away from conversations like that. I just can't. I I am fidgeting. I'm looking at the ground. I'm just. It's those. Bi- okay. Here's the thing, though. Here's the real thing. What about talking? To the people who have no problem with real big pregnant pauses. They just stare at you and wait. They don't have any, right? You know what I'm talking about? Those people who are just like, don't, they will just not contribute to the conference. They just wait for you to kind of come in and you every second feels like an hour. Yeah, I can't do those conversations. I have to walk away. I'm getting hives right now thinking about it. Like those people are really hard for me to talk to. And there's nothing wrong with them. I want to clear up. There's it's, it's a me problem, but oh man, I can't, I, it's really hard. It's real hard for me. (laughs) And if you get into small talk with those people, Ooh, man, it's just, you got to just figure out like, which one of those pauses do you just dip? Do you you, like take that and go, well, it's good to see you. And you just run away. I take the first one. The first one. So let's pull, let's pull the brookies. Which one do you take? Do you do you do you wait a couple <laughs> pregnant pauses before you dip out of an awkward conversation, or do you do you do you are you like stubborn enough to wait until they do it? I, there's probably some gluttons for punishment here who like want to be the last man standing. Like maybe it's the Aries. Megan said, <laughs> "Isla, you're like a celebrity. I would be the worst celebrity because I. It's not that I don't want to talk to people." It's that I literally get uncomfortable and I don't know what to say. And I don't want people to walk away. I like that. I don't want people to walk away from a conversation. Like, I would hate it if a brookie came up to me, like, if I was in a park or, you know, like, in Disney or something. And they were like, my gosh, like, hi. I would hate for them to walk away and be like, who is this bitch? Like, she is so fake because she is nothing like what she sounds like on the podcast. And I would be heartbroken. And it's literally because I am a christmas ham like i don't know like i just a i christmas can't ham. i can't do it oh my god oh, <laughs> oh wow come prepared Please. with questions if you want to talk to me you got to keep the conversation oh going. yeah bring a notebook just i will answer them gladly interview you want to interview me in in Publix? yeah no let's do it that's fine but if we're just gonna shoot the shit and talk about the weather i'm i gotta go yeah <laughs> i can't do this yeah as soon as you're like oh my gosh so, it's so uh, nice outside i'm like oh speaking of outside and then I'm leaving. Yeah. How about those Red Sox? No, I'm good. <laughs> it's a hard pass for me. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's uh, voicemail numero uno. Aries uh, come in different sizes and shapes. Let's say that, which is, which is very, very true, which uh, is coupled with the text message that we read earlier. Um, that was just saying... About the laugh. Okay, sorry. Should, could not probably, pick up where we were going. We, we probably should have done that in reverse order. <laughs> um, because the text was commenting on the voicemail. That's, that's okay. okay. Uh, next up is Melissa. Hi, it is Melissa. I first want to apologize. Well, A, for my voice. Stop it. it. 
And B, if my air conditioner is really loud, I am sorry. It is hotter than St. Balzac in Southern California. Sorry if that hurts your ears, by the way. Um, in regards to episode 311, when you talked about Lou Reed's song, yes. Charlie's Girl, which was playing in Emma's apartment. It is also the same song that was playing in season two. Oh, I love you guys. When the then unknown man. Did you guys plan this? I Did know. you guys talk to each other? I love it, <laughs> was listening to in his iPod while walking, iPod, whatever the kids listen to, um, while he was walking around New York City. So there's a nice parallel between Emma in New York and her baby daddy in New York listening to the same song. I have a minute and 35 seconds that I've already babbled. <laughs> I have nothing more to say. I just wanted to make another dramatic pause. That was a good one. Lucas, congratulations on graduating high school. Very proud of See? you. Look at this love. Every other high school child who is child, teenager, congratulations on moving up a grade. Aw, that's so sweet. Get good grades. That was an unintentional pause for dramatic effect. I'm going to hang up now because I got nothing else. But Lou Reed, good music. Listen to him. He's cool. Bye. Agreed. Uh, thank you for that lovely voicemail. Look at all that love being being sent out into the world. Don't apologize for the air conditioner. Lucas. I'm eating goldfish. And um, oh, no, keep yourself mess. comfortable I was pizza because it is so entire... hot right now yeah, all over the legit. country. Uh, thank you, Mel. Also, and that was so sweet. Yeah, like Mackie said. Every Shout other high rookies. school teenager, uh, congratulations on moving up a grade and get good grades. It's so nice. Um, I I love that you both uh, said the same note on the same episode <laughs> right behind each other. Is awesome. You know why? Because you guys are friggin' on it, and Wikipedia is not. So you guys are better than Wikipedia, which is great. Yeah. Thank you so for, Vin and Mel, you guys need to add in your fun fact to the Wikipedia. Yes, do that. And also, you guys both get gold stars. Yes. For this week for bringing it to our attention because we would not have seen it. Uh, next and last, we have uh, a new caller. I think new, right? I'm assuming new. Um, new caller from California named Levra. Hi, I'm Levra. I'm from California. And I absolutely love this podcast. I think you guys are great. You really talk about all the lost lore of the podcast. You guys are just really fun to listen to. I listen to you guys while walking my dogs. Um, really, you guys are just fun. And okay, yeah, I love I love your sound board. It's very very funny. Yes. So just keep doing what you're doing and don't doubt yourselves and say, oh, we're a failing podcast because you guys say that a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> aw, they feel so bad. But Really, you guys are awesome, so just keep doing what you're doing. Have a great day. Thank you, Levra. See, we say that because it's a cause just because it's a bit and it's funny. Because <laughs> we actually think we're awesome because we like yeah. ourselves. But we don't always know, or we do know, that we are not everyone's cup of tea. And part of that, again, comes from this trauma that we came from where we were afraid of not being particular people's cup of tea and therefore kind of uh, uh, held ourselves back, you know, or we're, we're forced to pull back things and make things a little bit more fabricated because we were not everyone's cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, we had and to so put on a show, show for a really long time yeah. where it was all sunshine and rainbows, and if it wasn't, it was not going to be on the show. 
So when we went into this, we didn't want to be, you know, complete cynics, which apparently it turns out we were for the first couple episodes. Uh, but we worked through that trauma. <laughs> well, we were and we, you know? <laughs> Yeah, we got through it. So, yeah, what I just lost my entire train of thought. But, like, it's not a show anymore. It's who we are. And we, even if we had zero listeners by next week, it would not be a failing podcast. It's just our it's just our bet because it's self-deprecating humor is funny. That's all. But 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 it is so sweet. <laughs> You're like, stop being mean to yourself. You know what? It is really sweet to, and nice to hear people so supportive of us that they want us to stop being mean to ourselves. That is that is the friends. do. I that. never will. You know what I mean? But I really do. And I know. It. But we appreciate knowing that people out there care. Also, Levra is such a beautiful name. It is a very beautiful name, and I kind of would love to know the etymology of that. Where does that come from? Is that a nationality choice? Is it just because first names are like not don't necessarily come from your family, right? It's just like you sometimes parents just like, or sometimes it's like the name of a relative or something. My mom read it in a book. See, she literally Uh, was like, "I uh, like this name." Uh, Taryn's middle name is named after Alyssa Milano from her sister, who loved Alyssa Milano at the time. True story. My meme. I love the story because I think it's really short. Her name is Theodora, named after Theodore Roosevelt. beautiful name. Oh, even more beautiful. I love that. (laughs) They call her Thea. Also, it's almost... See, so Thea... Okay, for anybody, any... uh, How's the name of that? Arrow. Any Arrow fans out there? DC TV show, Arrow. Um, Oliver Queen's sister, and I'm pretty sure in the comic also, is named Thea Queen. Oh! Like, Thea is, is her name, and she becomes a one of the superheroes too i ever since that show i've been like oh Thea, I really yeah like her name is theodora that's why theodora. i have my little lemon tattoo for my meme and honestly theodosia is also pretty cool. D- that's why i love that song so much because it kind of reminds me of her just because you can kind of throw uh, that name in there i love it and it's the same and then my mom lorene which is like kind of a unique name because it's spelled differently Mm-hmm. It's L-O-R-E-E-N. She's named after a Ooh. black soap opera actress that my mom watched really? when she was pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. She was so like, names, good one. My, my mom, na- no fucks about names. She's like, whatever sounds good, that's going to go. Because See, she had no say cool over my brother's names. name. Hmm. So when she found out I was a girl, she was like, I get to name the girl. And if we have a boy, the boy's obviously, his name is going to be Joseph because all of my dad's family are Joseph's. So it's like she got to uh, have fun with my name. And it and fun it is. <laughs> it was Olivia. I could never picture myself as an Olivia. Olivia, Emma. Which I can see a live though. I can. I can. Well, no, I no. no don't feel it? I don't feel it. Emma, and then Isla was the last one, and she picked Isla. Emma, Emma. I don't feel. It's because it's because Marissa made an Emma Nelson joke in our text thread today. Yeah, I, I don't Degrassi, see myself as that. So I, can't. I hated my name growing up, and now that I'm an adult, I'm like. That was so cool oh, I love of her to do that for me because it's like I have a pretty fucking cool name now, and I'm it means Christopher war. Michael. Ooh, it does in what French? It's old like, French. Oh, I love that. Dang, I love that. <sighs> things that mean cool things are like names, especially. Yeah. I'm Christopher Michael because my uh, brother and sister have two very very black names, <laughs> so they got to uh, have a say. And what I was named, they were like, dear Lord, please give him an easy childhood. And they were like, Christopher and Michael. And they put those together. That like, is a white baby. Okay. 
Oh yeah, right. That's a very biz very Catholic biblical, even though literally not, works but, in finance. But it's a very like it's very biblical names, you know. <laughs> Which is why I don't associate with you with Chris. Chris, yeah, that's a weird. It doesn't. It feels strange. Even at work, it's so funny because I have so many people that call me Mackie now that at work, if someone calls me Chris, I'm always like, Ugh, it feels weird. <laughs> Who is that? It's very bizarre. Oh my God. Everyone just found out that my name is not Mackie and that it's actually Chris just now. Oh my gosh. Is that so terrible? If somebody calls you that, are you going to fight them? <laughs> if you call me that, I will punch you in the face. He's and never gonna to you. I'm going to sue you. I'm going for defamation of character. Do you, do you can you feel it? We're doing a bit again. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Uh, we have a second voicemail, also from Lever from California. Uh, because these voicemails, <laughs> we missed a few episodes, right? And so we're catching up still on our voicemails and text. So this was sent later. Uh, so there's another one. Hi, this is Lover from California. Um, the first time I called in, I don't think you used it on the show. If you did, I would have been totally embarrassed. We used Whoops. it now. Um, don't be embarrassed. I kind of left an embarrassing short message because I was feeling very shy. Not embarrassing. Um, don't be shy. I really love you guys. We, we love, love you. You're awesome. So are you. Oh, yeah. Have all this lost lore that I never knew about, and I've only watched like two episodes of the entire show, so. Go but watch more. I think Once Upon a Time is a really great show. The drama, and also sometimes the predictability, because like, the heart in the box during Red Handed. Great episode. It was just very, oh, that's cool. I could tell what that was. But the thing is, I give you guys a five-star rating. Oh my god, thank you. Every day. Well, like, not every day, you know what I mean. But you guys are awesome. So just keep doing what you're doing. And stay cool. Bye. Oh my gosh, Lover, you're so cool. Seriously. I just want to touch on, she says that she kind of loves the predictability of One Spot a Time. And that is like a whole thing, especially with people that have been uh, diagnosed with anxiety me us, i both of us. have learned <laughs> through therapy that the reason that i love re-watching tv shows so much is because i find comfort in the predictability i know what's going like to the happen known factor i yep. never have to worry about something being different so it's something that my brain can take a break with where i am not solving a rubik's cube for an hour i'm literally just feeling comfortable yeah. and i'm feeling like i'm having a conversation with somebody that i'm comfortable with so that's so I ironic because i'm exactly the same way I'm exactly the same way. I, I find myself, if my choice is to watch a new show or to re-watch a show that I really, really love. Like, right now, like, I have so much homework from you. <laughs> you specifically. And also, like, other people in my life who are like, watch this, watch that. And I'm like, yes, I trust these people, which means I need to do this. But also, I could re-watch The Good Place. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I'm re-watching could, you know, iZombie like... right now while I'm working. And it's like, I want to watch the new Pretty Little Liars. And every night I am ready to go turn it on and I immediately go to something else. And I'm like, just yeah, Why do are we doing this to ourselves? I, okay, I want to rewatch The Good Place, Parks and Recreation, The Office. There was like a bunch of shows that I was like, I really want to re And then I go, you know what? Never mind. And then I end up rewatching a movie that I watched 12 years ago. You know what I'm watching right now? Because when I have like breaks and stuff, I'll go in the living room and watch like 10, 15 minutes while I'm eating a snack and then come back to work. It's like I break up my movies. A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ha There's been like a hundred people who've even seen that movie. It's like a <laughs> crappy C movie no one has watched. And I'm like, I'll rewatch this again from, from 2004 or whatever the hell time it was. You know, like, that's why do I do sticky. that? Oh my God, that's such a good movie though. That's like a really good movie. That is in my that top made me f 10 favorite movies of all time. That, that made me fall 
in love with Missy Peregrine because I first saw her on Reaper and then I found out she was in that movie and I was just that one made me develop a toxic trait that made me think that I could be a gymnast at 12. Like, I thought you were going to say make you be a lesbian. No, 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 no. <laughs> For Missy Peregrine. <laughs> like I love her. Um, but I thought that I could just go do that. You could be a gymnast. Anyone could be a gymnast. No, not, not anyone. No, but... not when you're... No, I can't even do a cartwheel. <laughs> I can't touch my toes. I am the I least flexible person on the planet. And I'm like, every time I watch it, I'm like, I fucking got this. I because I, I have her it. attitude, so I just automatically assume that I would also be a bad bitch up on that beam. When in reality, I would fall in my face. Well, being a bad bitch is a state of mind, and I think you got that handled already. Right, but I couldn't even but, get up there. I'd be like, I so I would look good in the little outfits, those little leotards. I would rock the hell out of those. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I'd do some like hell cute little pigtails or something. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'd be on rock, top of the gymnast style. You'd rock the look for sure. Yeah, yeah, but the actual performance, no. Not even a little bit. Uh, so my wife is an ex-collegiate uh, level Yeah, see, she's gymnast. a boss-ass gymnast bitch. Uh, so she was, like, Olympic level. She was almost in the Olympics several times. Um, or she was, like, competing with the same... Like, the people who were in the Olympics, she used to train with. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the, these are the people she was, like... Yeah. <laughs> she was rolling with. So as adults, she would love to drag me to the, the gyms which have these like open gym nights like when the gym was done making their money for the day they would like take your 10 bucks and let you yeah. dig around for 10 for an hour or whatever uh and me also the least flexible person on the planet who've never been on trampolines before i'm like in front of all these part these big giant 200 pound parkour guys who are flipping off the walls and stuff and i'm like trying to figure out how to bounce on this thing and f- not look like a giraffe like flipping over yeah. into this into this ball pit it is so much harder than it looks and super embarrassing um but i'll tell you right now that if i can do it you can do it too you just look a little dumb but you can do it i'm good i'll pass <laughs> just saying yeah i think i was pretty clear about the fact that i was going to pass from that point on yeah <laughs> after that it was really embarrassing although if you it is a good exercise in like letting go and just like being free enough to just let your body not be so tense there's gotta be something too. else i can do see that's what i kept saying i was like i'm so i'm good at so many things why do i gotta be here just telling myself how bad i am in this yeah. when i can just be good at something else uh it's so funny how alike we are we need is do does twitches have like a sat like a opening sound or something? I feel like we need a know. twitches moment because we are we are twins at so many. Things. I know. <laughs> We're just like nah, like running. I'm good running that forever. Sad. Maybe. Oh my gosh! Our so Maggie, I, and you know our other friends Marissa and Jesse and her family were all gonna have this big family trip in November for the race weekend. Shut up! And uh, we're not running. No, uh, sorry. Bart is running. He's doing two races. Oh, but a psycho. bless his soul. Um, Taryn's <laughs> running, I think. And I know Jesse's running. But the rest of us will be at the finish line. We will be cheering everyone on. Hoorah. It's the time. Is Wait, this one's at night, isn't it? Um, so Because it's wine and dine? Yeah, but Bart's doing the 5K, which, no, they're both in the morning. They're both at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. It's the morning. It's 4 in the frigging morning. I am, like, the anti-morning person, so it's just a little tricky for me. I don't mind. Me and Harper are going to be there at the finish line. We're not running, though. Ooh. No, I mean, I'll be there to to cheer, especially now that there's more people to, you know. But, like. Hold hold me accountable to actually do it. Running? But but I'm saying to get up that early and then also do physical, like, stuff. No, 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 no. 
no, no, no. Um, but you know what? Three cheers for the people who actually do do that stuff. Good for you guys. You're you're great. I'm glad you. We find we find our <laughs> positive energy from sitting on our ass, watching television and reading. Well, you're reading now, you know. So you're. It's not just. And I do that sitting on my ass. Right. I did just read like uh, the anyway. best book of the year that I I am dubbing the one you just finished the one that I just finished as my favorite story of the entire year. One day I'll start reading again when I actually have time to. For anybody wondering, myself. it was the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Reed. Uh, highly recommend. Thank you. And that was the story of Daily Mirror. XOXO Gossip Girl. Oh shit! Thanks. XOXO. Gossip girl. girl. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Uh, so let's pre-show this real quick so that we can watch the episode. Uh, so season three, episode 13. That's where we're at. Witch hunt. Character backstory. Evil queen. And Robin Hood. I know. This is that Juicy. episode. Oh, okay. I am all about this uh-huh. now. I remember. Yep. Okay. We are approaching my delightful birthday episode. Yes. This is March 16th, 2014. Uh, written by Jane Jane Espenson, everybody, uh, and Guy Ferland, uh, directing yeah. who this is a repeat, uh, for him. Several repeats. Was he a season one guy? He's been oh, hanging out. Yours. Season two, he was tiny in season two. That's it. And then, uh, Dark Hollow and Now Witch Hunt. Okay. Wow, I, only three, but I he feel was like I good. Remember his name from. No, no, I remember him being good, yeah. Uh, so we jumped up 6.66 million last week, right? This week, oh, sorry, six. 7.66 million was last week. This week, 7.75 million. We're creeping up there. Zelina's getting him to show got, up, yeah. It's, it's got their hooks in it. The synopsis this week reads as follows. Emma arrives in Storybook with Henry, reunites with her friends and family, only to discover that no one remembers how they were transported back. We got a little bit of that in the teaser last week, at the end of the episode, right? That David, they lost a year or whatever. Uh, or the past year that they spent back in Fairyland. But Emma is sure that someone in town is responsible for this new curse and teams up with Regina in an attempt to uncover their identity. While they were in Fairytaleland the past year, Regina, with the aid of Robin Hood, attempts to break into her castle which has been overtaken by the Wicked Witch. So, sorry, I have a little bit of a frightened dog at Thunder right now. Aww. Um. So, <laughs> we we saw that Robin Hood was helping them at the end of the last episode, right? We we got through the, do you have weapons? Do you have arrows or whatever? Oh, yeah. Like, yes, we're lousy, lousy with, with, with that. Why did you, why did you write that? Um. So, but now we're going to get into regina and robin hood's history apparently as it's as it's their backstory where they cross over which i'm so pumped for this reveal because it's one of those things in the show that like it does the like hey remember this that you thought was nothing yeah you know that you're like from like way way a million episodes ago this is a this is a thing they got from lost because lost you do this all the time they would like replay or even reshoot an episode for a scene from an episode a while ago and you'd be like oh yeah i remember that thing that no one cared about and then all of a sudden it becomes really important that's to me one of the most exciting parts of tv watching right uh is 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 connecting things together it's almost as satisfying as crossovers like when yeah you realize characters can be in the same universe and I love that it immediately says 
um, Emma teams up with Regina. I love that we're not questioning that Regina caused this curse. I'm glad we're just moving on and figuring out yeah. the real problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so sick of immediately going back to, well, Regina's the evil queen. It's like, that would have been a bad and weird stereotype to just be like, well, it's always Regina. I would have been you know? so <laughs> annoyed. Uh, so now, production notes. Production notes. Uh, behind the scenes, things about when they shot the show, uh, little things about their clothes and hidden details. That is production notes. We always start our production notes with the uh, hidden, not so hidden, thing in the title card or what the reference is for this show. And so this episode, the title card features the Wicked Witch of the West on a broomstick. And, you know, I have a feeling I remember what that was. And I think it's like a weird CGI version. It's like not the character. It's like a weird. So we'll see if I'm if I'm remembering that correctly. And then David says to Mary Margaret, a message via bird. That does sound like you. In Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Snow White has a close relationship with birds. Yeah. <laughs> the bird thing, I think they're laying on a little thick. We're doing the that. apple thing the with the episodes, birds. But it's okay. It's fine. Uh, when Henry's playing the game Space Paranoids, he exclaims the phrase derezzed, which is a term in the Tron franchise that describes the death of a game character. This alludes to Edward Horowitz and Adam Kitsis being the writers on the second film in the franchise, Tron Legacy. I love Tron. This is a little bit of the, like, me n- being okay with being old because Tron was my brother's era. Tron was before I was born. It was 80, I feel like three or four or something like that. Um, but that era of computer games and stuff is what I grew up with. So to have that movie then also redone now was yeah. just so exciting. So I love when Tron stuff is in here. Like I have Tron like merch. Like nobody, do you see people walking around with Tron merch, like shirts? Like my brother and I made shirts from Tron <laughs> for like eventually when this Tron ride is open that we can wear. Oh yeah, yeah. But but derezzed, yeah, is like it, it's 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 shortened a shortened form of deresolution because they were all pixels back then. So derezzed, they literally turned into little cubes that would like just disintegrate into nothing. They would like explode. Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So derezzing is deresolutioning the programs or whatever. And then this episode marks the first appearance of Zelina's farmhouse and her storm cellar, a reference to Dorothy's farm from the Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And then I thought, which I love that. But then I thought this next one tied into it, and I thought it was like one of the. the I did not know this, so maybe this is common knowledge, but I didn't know it. Um, the episode introduces the Wicked Witch of the West flying broomstick. Her means of transportation is based on the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. The character does not ride on a broomstick in the novel. Really. And was that see so that really tracks with the way that they did films in the 30s and 40s like that was a gag that they figured out how to make and like in the visual version yes yeah, so they of wanted it. it to be cool but it's like so I, they wanted it to be it's cool, so yeah. crazy because it's so iconic it's so iconic even if she wouldn't have even probably had a broomstick in the novel if it wasn't a part of the you know what i mean yeah like i don't lore. know i just thought it was crazy and as i'm as we're reading that i'm like you know what i really want to do i want to reread wicked that I've read in high school. I'm like, read new books, oh, bro. No. Stop I can't reading re-read old Wicked. stuff. I read it once and I felt content with what I read. It would be. I want to reread it because it was weird. It was a hard read. You know, yeah, it, it, it like didn't. It didn't really it grab you. And I want to see. I want to see as an adult if I feel the same way. You know what I mean? 
Anyway, I do that too much. Just stop living in the past, bro. Uh, I have a deleted scene. Now, this is particularly of note. <laughs> That's a pun because the deleted scene is called Thank You Note. Uh, this is particularly of note because we made a big deal about this last week. And this is regarding Regina burying her heart and Snow not letting her and telling her she's grieving wrong, which we, we were completely against. Well, evidently... There's a deleted scene in this episode where Charming finds a note from Regina in Snow's saddlebag uh, while they wait for her to do whatever she's doing. Uh, and it's a thank you note from Regina to Snow convincing her uh, or thank you, you know, it's a thank you note for convincing her not to bury her heart in the woods and for trying to save her life. Snow correctly guesses that Regina is not planning on reuniting with them, whatever, whatever that means, because that's whatever part of the plot. But like, how do you feel about Regina thanking snow for what we considered to be a kind of toxic positive trait and move i think the best I don't feel thing they did it. was write it out delete the scene <laughs> <laughs> i'm so like, glad we're reading if- that as a deleted scene and not watching it in this, this episode because we would have probably gone off the wall really seriously so is the theory and i would love to know from the brookies too is the theory that they deleted it because they agree with us that maybe that's not a great thing to reinforce to celebrate? like i don't know yeah or is that just coincidence and they deleted it because of time or yeah. some other thing we'll never know. i would love to know the theory here we will never know but because honestly this is that that doesn't that that definitely pokes the bear a little bit at the stuff that we were not feeling so great about before. It definitely would have invalidated our feeling to be upset, you know, that they, that not only did they notice that it was a thing, but they went the wrong way. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, it felt like he. And then at one point, Dr. Whale, oh my gosh, we get to see him again, says, I'm a doctor, not a vet, a reference to the running gag in the Star Trek franchise originally said by Bones McCoy. I love that you ended up reading the Star Trek one that I put in for me. So I just I'm pointing out that I put that in because I am a huge Star Trek fan and I built this entire podcast or or my my initial sell to Isla was that it was based on my favorite Star Trek podcast. Yes. So the fact that Dr. Whale is making a like a gag and Star Trek joke to me just felt very appropriate for for this show it's funny to me because when we first restarted when we first started rewatching the show i could not stand dr whale because he's so icky but now that i'm rewatching iZombie, i'm like blaine de beers he's yeah. the villain that you love to hate See, which but also I need love to, Be- I need oh my to gosh watch iZombie so bad i love him so much in that show i'm and he's the i'm worst. punishing myself uh and i promised myself i would finish lucifer you have before to finish I started iZombie. Cause I'm so close. I'm in, the, I'm in like the tail end of the last season. Yeah. So I just got to finish, you know? But iZombie is like, it's a CW show. It's because it's a CW show. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And CW so many um, Once Upon a Time characters are actually in it. Because, yeah, the casting. Sometimes when you get casting companies that are just have tried and trues, they will just go to their people. Yeah. And if their agents are like, yep, they're available, you know, they'll just kind of. It's so funny to me because it used to be that the networks would have the same people on on multiple shows. And then now it's just like one big giant pool. Yeah. But it's funny to watch the people who travel together because it means that their agents are and their agencies are kind of pieces together. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they are too. Uh, we have one more before we get into our favorite and last segment of production notes. But uh, before we get there, there is a hidden detail of a small swan figurine that's sitting on top of a shelf at the lounge in the inn. 
which obviously some very coy set director was like, <laughs> Swan, do you get it, Jack? It says Swan. Don't walk away from me. That's what happened on set. That's what I imagine. Somebody is probably, Jen- <laughs> Jennifer, Miss Miss Morrison, Ms- did you see this? <laughs> This is a swan. It's for you. This is for you. <laughs> and now our favorite segment uh, of production notes, brand info. Regina's dress is from Gucci. No longer Gucci. available. Gucci. Uh, Robin Hood's jacket, which he continues to wear in many episodes in season three and four is a Tommy Hilfiger Monty quilted coat. Also no longer available. Boo. Belle's outfit of an Acrease Punto wool jersey jacket with detachable fur collar, a carbon contrast collar blouse, and a Burberry wool blend skirt. All three no longer available. Expensive. It probably looks really good, too. I like the detachable fur collar. It's customizable. Can be taken from day to night. Um, (laughs) Mary Margaret is wearing a Top Shop, wait for the reference here, Top Shop Peter Pan collar swing coat. No longer available. Probably because Peter Pan's dead. Boo. <laughs> Yikes. And that's your brand info. And that uh, is your production notes. Production notes. All right. So we normally talk about hatch things, things that are related to Lost. Guess what? Nothing in there. There are none. Uh, so now we watch the episode. <laughs> uh, we have, though, while we watch the episode, a few features of our watch party. We have a drinking game in which this drinking game bell is sounded. Uh, and you can take a swig of a beverage of your choice. Water, tea, alcohol, absinthe, moonshine. I don't know what you drink. Whatever you drink and Adawaska. you like it, do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have a play pause sound that will uh, indicate to you that I am playing and pausing the show. Sounds like that. So just in case you hear it, then you'll know that that's what we're doing. And then for uh, one night this- only, the What's last the time. Oh, I wasn't even going to play it oh, at all. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Uh, we normally have a, a sound that we play when we rewind the episode, but we're working on transitioning it to a new one. Um for for those of you who are uh, binge watching or listening and have listened to our last episode, that's what I was texting Lucas about. Sorry <laughs> to to get that arranged for next week. Uh, so we'll just have to go one more week uh, without the new sound. But besides that, we have to play our game that was referenced in the uh, Storybook Daily Mirror, which is the <laughs> the unnamed segment of our show when we try to guess the name of or sorry the uh, the character who said the line that is referencing the show title, the episode title. The episode is called Witch Hunt. Mm -hmm. And this is really lame because I hate when they do this. Just get someone to say Witch Hunt. They didn't say it exactly. So the line is, if our simian friend is any indication, that also feels a little bit discriminatory. Like, don't call him that. He's a monkey. Stop it. (laughs) If our simian friend is any indication then I think we know exactly who's taken up residence in our castle. The Wicked Witch. Uh, Also, just say we're going on a witch hunt. How hard would it have been to just tell someone to say, let's go on a witch hunt, and then have Joe Caruso take off his glasses from CSI and go, damn. There literally is so many other things they could have done. Yeah. Uh, Who is saying this line? Charming. And to to whom? This this simian friend feels like Caddy Regina. Charming to the gang. Is my guess. Charming to the gang. I say Regina 
to I'm gonna make it more specific. Regina to Robin Hood. Okay. Boom. Regina to Robin Hood. I'm using context clues here. Got it? All right. Uh, all right. So now we watch episode 13, season three, Witch Hunt. Previously on Once Upon a Time. What happened? A protection spell. Undo it. Someone hijacked it. <laughs> Undo it. Duh. Isn't it? <laughs> Stupid. The queen may be evil, but I'm wicked. Yes. I'm wicked always. <laughs> yes, bitch. Slag. Mm, look at all her things. Onyx, a pack of pearl, diamond. The family could live off what this is worth. She just left it all behind. <laughs> Such pretty things. All wasted on her. She looks... Fabulous. I know. Oh, now this could work. And she's like all green. Oh, it's her dress. Now that's your dress. There you go. I know I look lovely. Now go find the evil queen oh, wait and let her know that I'm here. <laughs> and no, there's no need to be gentle. I said, oh yeah, there's her dress. As if in the production notes, I actually mentioned what that note is about. <laughs> Oh. Which I didn't. Uh, so this is the same dress that Regina's wearing, apparently, in uh, Hat Trick. Oh, yes. So the, the Jefferson episode, uh, our favorite. We R.I.P. R.I.P. Smash and Stan. Jeffy. Um, but apparently it's the same one that they just tailored to her. So there you go. Okay. That was it. Drink. She looks great. She does. I hate the monkeys. Why? Why? They're so monkeys. scary. They are. That's why I like them. The dwarves are just so happy to be there. Oh my god. <gasps> the little kid. I forgot about him. <gasps> Hold on. Except not running from Regina, but with her. No, no. It seems like old times, doesn't it? Ah, oh, good to see you, Ruby. Megan Ori. Welcome back. Welcome back. She's changed. I have to believe for the better. I hope it sticks. But regardless, she doesn't look too good. If she hadn't tried to hurt us so many times, they might be worried about her. I'll talk to her. <laughs> I wish Noah was like, where have you been? I know. <laughs> you ready to make camp soon, Regina? You're thinking about Henry, aren't you? I'm always thinking about it, right? Oh my gosh. But I was also thinking, there are tunnels that run under the castle. They may run beneath the spell. Which means mm. we can sneak an army inside. I love when Regina's cunning. Mm -hmm. So how do the tunnels help us? Because it can get me inside. And if I can get inside, then I can lower the shield. Then you can send in your army. I don't like the sound they made this thing make. Yeah. It's like metallic and crazy. It hurts. Like, let's see how we're, how we're doing this. Roland, that's his name. So Regina saved Roland. Not so fast. <laughs> she turned it into a, pl a plush toy. 
supervising producer Andrew Chambers. See, not so scary. Now you have a new toy. No, gross. Don't throw that out. I Don't know. give me this screeching monkey you turned what? into my toy. No thanks. One year okay, later. Henry's asleep upstairs. Back at Storybook. Up, you two are helping me with the case, okay? So what the hell happened here? I mean, besides the obvious. We don't know. <laughs> the, the, the sex, obviously. I know, jeez. <laughs> to cast her spell to take us all back to the Enchanted Forest, and then everything went black. And the next thing we remember is waking up in our beds like it was any other morning at Storybrook. Except it clearly wasn't. Almost harvest time, but you can't remember. Okay, like, imagine if she wasn't pregnant, though. They would have had no idea. Clearly, a year has passed. I was in New York. Hold on. That means that Edward and Adam rode in in their heads. A time jump. Where... We're going to have you do a time jump that you don't remember and you magically come back pregnant. So whenever you guys get pregnant, just let us know. And then you show yeah. up pregnant and we're going to be like, whoops. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They that's had that solved. But like, what an interesting way to get around is like, because you can put a time jump like that in literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can you can just drop it right in and be like, oh, I don't remember. Let's go backtrack and figure it out. And the whole season is about that. That's really good. That's good show running. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's very smart of them. But it's also funnier that they like went like now the character. If you think the characters, like all right, we're gonna go back to start to the fairy tale land in Janet Forest, yeah. and then you come back and you're like, oh come on, I just come back pregnant. I didn't even you know like they didn't even remember anything. Right. You know like like or even the joy of like being pregnant again. Like all that stuff is you're just ha- in the middle of being pregnant, right. not like starting. It's crazy. <laughs> That it did. We don't know where the hell we were. We don't even know if we left Storybrooke. Aye, ah, you did. I was with you all. In the Enchanted Forest? Regina Spell brought us back. We spent a brief time with a prince and princess named Philip and Aurora. But I wasn't feeling the community spirit, so I ventured off on my own. Because <laughs> I'm a pirate, Plus, I saw right? You <laughs> making your way to Regina's castle. And now you're cursed. Why doesn't that surprise me? Oh, that Regina explains why. The rest of why us. Hook is, sure she was involved in is not yeah. cursed. I don't understand. If you left the Enchanted Forest before the curse, how did you know to find Emma and come to Storybrooke? As I was sailing the realms, a bird landed on my ship's wheel with a note instructing me to retrieve Emma and bring her back here. What? It was a small vial oh. of memory potion. Sounds like you. Leg. Who sent it? I assumed you did. Message via bird, it does sound like you. <laughs> Rude. What is it? We lost another one. Down to five now. Four, actually. Bashful's not answering. Wait, what is going on? Thank God you're back, sister. It's not just our memories sister. that are missing. Ever since we woke up, people have begun disappearing. Whoever cursed us is picking us off one by one. Who exactly is missing? Aside from those doors, we're not sure. There's been a lot of confusion over the past few days. It's been hard to keep track of everyone. Wait. Neil, is he here? Well, we haven't found him yet. So he might have been taken, too. Smart money's on, yes. Leroy! He'll turn up, Swan. He always does. Some folks are starting to set up. <laughs> but he's like, he's trying to be reassuring be still. Or he may not have gotten swept yes. up in the curse at all. There's only one way we're going to figure all this out. We need to get your memories back. How are we going to do that? All season long, baby. I figured out who took them in the first place. Oh, yeah. That's a crazy CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh... <laughs> 
Did you see what I mean? Like, yep. He's got like a giant head and a little body. <laughs> the same kind of All right, we're back in the enchanted forest. Here. If I didn't know better, I'd say it looked an awful lot like a monkey. A monkey with wings? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Okay, you're acting like that's normal. Actually, it is, but not here. There's only one land that has creatures like that. Because I read. I've read about it. Because I'm Belle. Oz. <laughs> okay. Oz. That's a real place. It's a bad shortcut. The bookworm's right. It's quite real. And if our simian friend is any indication, then I think we know exactly who's taking up residence in our castle. All right. Do I get half a point for that? And I get half a point because it was to the gang. So collectively, we were both right. Yes. <laughs> we won that together. We, we had to do a little teamwork action there. Uh, why couldn't they just have given that to Regina? Why'd they have to put that in Belle's mouth? That was weird. That's super weird. No, I get it, because she reads books. We're, we're... But, but like, do you have to spoon? They like, did. I read, they did. so it was in my back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. They gave Snow the bird, it, so now they're giving Belle the books. Well, especially where this is going to go with whatever this, this big, long backstory is. Um, it would make more sense for it to be Regina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense for it to be Belle. So there's a storm outside of my house right now. It's like going crazy and Taryn has just joined the room. I'd like to find out why. Let's all find out together. Hello, Taryn. Why are you in here? <laughs> it's good Hi. to see you. Hi. Say hello to the people. Hello, you're, everyone. You're it live? is storming outside and the ring app kept going off and I didn't know why. And it was because of the light strikes. Oh, oh the, the no. light was making it think it was a person. Yes. And it was freaking oh. out. So you can you can snooze it if you want. So it stops doing that. my phone died. No, See, I, your ring is gone. Do you want me to do it for See, you? you have three notifications on the ring. I do. I just thought you were going in and out of the house with the... No. Do you, want, do you want me to snooze it so it stops? It's the rain. Do you want me to snooze it so it stops doing that? I will do that for you. I got you. I will, I will, <laughs> will take care of this. It's no problem. I'm going to do the moonwalk like Nick on New Girl. Just <laughs> so everyone everyone, just imagine uh, Nick with Taryn's face uh, moonwalking out of the room with her hands. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to do the hands. <laughs> Thanks, I babe. Know. The dog is also oh, freaking Mason. out, too. Oh, Mason. No, look at the little baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has to get carried out. Is He's it a, a bad storm? Right yeah, it's, I mean, no more than normal storms are in Florida. But yes, it's the it's like right on top of us. It's a lot of lightning and thunder and stuff. And he freaks out at it. So. If you need to go, you can yeah. go. No, can, me? Yeah, I don't you know, can I'm storm sorry. it out. No, it's not that. It's not a hurricane. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just Florida rain. <laughs> this, is, this, is just the, this is just a Tuesday in, in Florida. It's Monday. It is Monday, sorry. That's <laughs> the phrase. Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> the Wicked Witch. Are we talking east or west? <laughs> Great, Does it matter? Right? Neither one sounds good. Well, one you drop a house on, the other you toss a bucket of water at. So, Regina, what exactly are we up against besides green skin I love that and a they, pointy why hat? They... What did you do to Wait, her? why do you all this know who she is? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So, no, no, it does make sense because Belle just said, I've heard about it, Oz, and Snow said Oz is a real place. So they all must have read the book. No, no, she said it's a real place. And then Regina said it is. If they're needing to say it's a real place, that's because no one thinks it's a real place. Right. Right? Yeah. So they so all then think why it's a story. Because they're all just remembering. Oh. It, they're like Emma when Emma first started learning about gotcha. all of the things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, wait, why does everybody like making all the references of like the pointy hat and the broom and yeah, the because they're recalling the, the story. Like, but then why wouldn't they know about the flying monkeys? This has holes, is what I'm saying. Because they thought it wasn't re- like you wouldn't think that it was real. But they're like, 
a monkey with wings and nobody's like you mean like in that so Emma I mean if I saw a monkey it. with wings I wouldn't automatically go oh my gosh a flying monkey from the Wizard of Oz I'd be like what the fuck was that but like Emma they always had Emma be like you mean Fifi Fum Ogres like she always made a reference to some myth right I just think that- they were too caught up in it where they couldn't put together their book references fast enough to be like what is it it just feels like lazy writing I don't mind it <laughs> alright that's fair that's fair. Let's uh, let's do this east-west thing again. Let's see if we can. There's a little lock on. Either one sounds good. Well, one you drop a house on, the other you toss a bucket of water. I like. That. So, Regina, what exactly are we up against besides green skin and a pointy hat? What did you do to her? This time, nothing. Never met her. This isn't a personal vendetta. Shocking. Okay then. Oz aside, we stick to the original plan: arm up, then attack. Assuming you can get the shield down. You don't need to worry about me. I'm coming with you. No, this is a one-woman job. A lot of sass going on right now. It's the Wicked Witch. She has flying monkeys. Who knows what else? I don't care if the Lollipop Guild is protecting her. <laughs> they're like, they're laying it on thick I right can now. wear that shield on my own. Then we'll be waiting for you on the other side. Do you think they all sat in the writer's room and said, okay, everybody give me all of give your, your Wizard of Oz references. Give me your best Wizard of Oz one-liner. Just, and they just wrote them on a big whiteboard, and they're like, good, Lollipop Guild. Love it. Anyone else? <laughs> Munchkins, cool. Yeah, like, man. Nice hot cocoa. Oh, Ruby. Missed hey. you. Cinnamon. How did you know? Uh, lucky guess. <gasps> oh, Henry has no face. clue what's going on. Nope. I love that that red oh, is Henry, in, like, this is David. the not slutty version of her slutty outfit. Yeah. Like, it's the same, yeah. like, the red skirt and the, and it's, like, a pleated, like, cheerleader skirt. You but know? it's longer. <laughs> Her so it's, it's kind of an homage, and her butt is covered, Jesus. And she's not wearing, like, little girl socks yeah. with the frilly things on the top. And Mary Margaret. Are you helping my mom with quiche? No. Or are they the ones who jumped the bail? Oh, no. <laughs> are they the ones who jumped the bail? Old friends. Friends? From where? Phoenix. Yeah, uh, whoops. Well, Phoenix, and then here. <laughs> I thought you were only in Phoenix for being in that place. Right. We were soulmates. <laughs> really? <laughs> what were you in for? Oh my god. Banditry. <laughs> this is great. I really People like that. Make mistakes. The important thing is to find a way to keep moving on. Did you know my dad? Uh, should we order? <laughs> <laughs> that this is a great scene. <gasps> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to startle you. This is a great scene. Oh, uh, that, that's okay. Regina. Regina, we need to talk. Come on. Wait, so they remember leaving, though. So they remember the curse. Oh, not the curse, the... He looked right through me. Because he doesn't remember you. Yeah, you did that, you girl. clearly do. Why are you here? Storybrook, a new curse, missing year. What do you think? No, what I mean is, how did you know to come back? I gave you and Henry a new life, new memories. Hook found me. Gave me a potion that made me remember there wasn't enough for Henry. Uh, well, how convenient. Look, I didn't Ooh, cast this curse, that's what you're thinking. The thought did cross my mind. Why would I do this? Why would I erase an entire year of my life? Maybe it was a bad year for you. Maybe this curse was your way of getting me to bring Henry back here. With no memory of me? 
If I wanted my son back, do you think I'd put myself through this kind of torture? I cast curses to hurt other people, not myself. Maybe so. E but easy argument. Crossing people off the list. How? By walking around using your superpower on everyone. God, stop yeah, with the superpower, please. <laughs> it's like the most unrealistic thing about this fairy tale show. Oh, the sign. Drink. I've never seen a bow like that. It seems truer than any I've seen without magic. Where did you get it? The store. <laughs> and you procured it with what? You stole it. The proprietor looked rich. And we're poor here. We gotta eat. <laughs> Speaking of eating, I see dinner. No turkeys That's were harmed. That's how fast the wild turkeys are in this land. <laughs> Those. It's aggressive. Only missed my feather's length. Seems that bow has improved your aim. <laughs> ah, guys, being being guys. You, <laughs> you guys are all get dumb. it. I get it. Uh, good, good one. <laughs> Chums, yeah. <laughs> good game. Good jab. Good game. <laughs> Another sign. Oh, what's gonna happen when he gets to the line? He's gonna he's gonna cross the city limit. Oh, damn. Okay, so a flying monkey just grabbed him. <laughs> uh, uh, but didn't he take him over the city line? Is that still a thing? If you go over the city line, you forget Do we care about that anymore? This, oh my gosh, this again. This is where he was taken. I wouldn't step over that line if I were you. You think little John was bug. carried away because he attempted little to cross John? that line? Little John? That was little John? Yeah. Little John's always the biggest one. I know. Well, exactly. no, I just know who's who. We can get a good look. Some manner of beast with wings. That sounds a lot like the monster that attacked me in New York. And the monster you're going to marry? Yay! You're going to marry someone? Did you just miss the part where I said monster? <laughs> we need to find This is turning into a comedy show. And yeah. I really dig it. David, take him it's giving modern family. Marry men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Them. And run a search grid and see if you can find any sign of the missing guy. You're not joining us, one. Not yet. Virginia was right. I'm not going to figure out who's behind this curse by talking to people one by one. What are you going to do? I'm going to talk to everybody. I love how like, confident she is. I feel like I want to drink to the town hall. Okay. Like, we haven't been here in a long time. Yeah. And the last time was like the, the stupid election Not thing. good. Yeah. I need you to listen. Is it true? Is there, is there some kind of monster keeping us from leaving town? Is that what happened to my brothers? Yes. We believe that people are being abducted as they approach the town line. So we're trapped here. Again. It's no different than last time. Last time we lost our memories. This time we get dragged into the woods. Do you know who cursed us? And why they want us here? I'm working on it. But it's hard to figure out who cast a curse when no one remembers the last year. Who? Isn't it obvious? Do you remember something? Who cast the last curse? Who knows how to use it? Who's the only one who ever did anything like this before? Why don't you just say the same the thing queen. she said the first time? Which is, hi, Henry's here and doesn't remember me. Why the hell would I do that, guys? For once, I'm just as clueless as the rest of you. You expect us to believe that? It's the truth. Hey, bro. This curse has your fingerprints <laughs> you been? all over Dr. it. Well. And you did take away our memories once before. Still have your big house. You think I care about my house? About my job? About anything? Yeah, literally. Regina, please, just tell us the truth. We'll understand. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I am telling the truth. If I had done this, this is there's so one dumb. thing I'd have right now. Yeah. My son. Thank yeah. you. You're not getting anywhere near him until I get to the bottom of what's going on. Emma! Here. So now you're siding with the rabble? 
Emma Nelson. <laughs> She's being very Emma Nelson right this. now. I'm innocent. Yes, that's what you said before, but now I'm wondering if I believe you. Don't come any closer. Regina, do you remember who you're dealing with? This doesn't make any sense. This feels really this stupid. You want me to be the evil queen. So that she can do this. Then fine. That's exactly who you'll get. This is dumb. Alright, now Regina's trashing the place. Cause you know what? She's I would too. I knew she did it. Yeah, see, so you know, just... this is stupid. I would literally have thrown a table, so. Oh, look. So that was Regina's version of. Hey. Like, you're all not questioning the one fucking person that wasn't there during the original that, curse? That, that no one recognizes. This is so stupid. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. So now we're back in the Jan Forest. Regina's being Regina. Like, finding hidden tunnels and shit. She's pulling a Yoda. Yeah, she's pulling a Yoda. Oh, I didn't see you there, Robin Hood. No. No what? Like, who's babysitting your son? Not coming along? I do believe I am. I can help. I didn't ask for help. Well, that doesn't mean you won't need it. That flying monkey back there wasn't after my son. He was coming after you. What makes you think that? The woods are my home. I've seen many a hunter stalk its prey, and that beast was coming for you. Roland just happened to be standing in between. Your point? That's the second time you've been attacked. The Wicked Witch wants you dead. Oops. And what? You think you can stop her if she tries to hurt It's me? thundering out of Maybe. my house, and it's like surround sound. I can hear well, it. I can try. So it's kind of, it like works with the movie. Like I owe you a debt. Why is that? Because you saved my son. Beast Pay attention. He still could have hurt my son. You saved him. Hmm. Who knew a thief had honor? Who knew an evil queen had a soft spot for children? I wish you right there would have made a joke about like eating them from time to time no, or something weird. Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. An earthquake? I had to make a statement, and you're fine. Ah, they planned it. Oh, okay. So do you think they bought it? Yeah, I think they oh. did. Nice. Good. Nice work. Now let's figure out who really cursed this town. All that right, was I'm smart. On. All right. Hold on. Do you like being hoodwinked like that? Because I was mad. Too. I did. That felt good. All right. I feel good it now. Felt good? Yes. It felt good being hoodwinked. So wait, so, but you just didn't like the facts that they were doing it like that. Oh, no. Fuck everybody in the town. But I'm really glad that Emma stayed true to Regina. Because that would have just been 500 steps back if she was like, you're not going anywhere near Henry until I get to the bottom of this. That's what really set me off when she said that, because I'm like, yeah. stop using this kid as a pawn. Yeah, yeah. So but it was all an act. And that knowing knowing that the angry mob would have went along with that, how do you feel about like, I mean, that is true to like the nature of people and angry mobs. Are yeah, that's just literally mindless. how it happens. Yeah. Which is a little uncomfy, but. I loved it. I really liked that a lot. And does it feel like Jane genius? Yes, it does. This episode feels mm. very Jane. I'm tapping out. Love it. It's very, like, sophisticated, you know? It, like, expects you... It expects you to 
like go along with with that level of complexity like you can, you know like you it feels like aaron sorkin like it feels like you're either going to get left behind or you'll just go along with it you know what i mean yeah jane's writing feels like a really good wave like you're riding a really good wave but yeah. at any point you could wipe out yes yes and so you have to kind of stay on your toes or else you'll get left yes behind. oh love it jane lovely we love you so much we really do I don't think there's any TV writers that I like as much as Jane Nesbitt's No. All right. How long do you think we have? Until whoever casts this curse realizes you're not actually on the run from me. I tell that no one's going to suspect we're working together. Let's see it. Not enough? Uh, to use? No. But to replicate? I think so. I could start waking people up, figure out who the hell sent everyone back here. And I can make Henry remember me. Thank you. For what? We haven't done anything yet. You saw how quick this town was to blame me. But you, you believe I didn't cast that curse. So... Sure it was. I knew you were... Oh my god, if you do it right now, I'm gonna be so mad. has put me right next to Henry. Maybe this was some super complicated ingenious plan. It wasn't. My superpower may not be perfect. Hate it. Regina, I always know when you're lying. This time you're not. You didn't do it. Also, rude. Yeah, this (laughs) is real. Like, why can't you just have trust? Now you're also saying you're like a bad liar. So I'm like, yeah, she's actually a really good liar. So thank (laughs) you. Maybe let's show some respect to the evil queen. Thank you very much, Emma. I'm not a fan of this, like, better than thou attitude. she I showed back to... up. Okay. I know why Emma is bothering me right now with this attitude. Okay, let's And yeah, it let's is the person that just graduated high school or the person that just quit the job and then came back and was like, Well, do you guys like still do it like that? Or like, oh, is is yeah, Melody yeah, still yeah, here? Yeah. Oh, I used to love Melody. We go like way back and like snaps their yeah, gum yeah. and is wicked annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I feel that vibe. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. You're right. This time you're not. You didn't do it. Even though you know I can't live without him. There you go. Tell the truth again. <laughs> I hate this oh, so I much. I did not like that. Stop it. <laughs> so, where are we headed? There's a fire in the courtyard that powers the spell. As long as it burns, the shield will stay up. But do we simply need to put it out? I simply need to put it out you need to stay out of my way step in between oh we nice got, little surprise we got booby traps y'all Taking people like you out people like me thieves yeah British people <laughs> yes true but we aren't all bad you know <laughs> not when you tell yourself you're stealing from the rich to give to the poor I may have done bad things in my life, but at least I own it. I own my mistakes, too. I hope you didn't let me come with you just so you could walk me into one of these traps. Roland's already lost his mother. I would hate for him to lose his father, too. Exposition. Get a little... Maybe we should have stayed with the other. Right, like, why'd you volunteer to go, then? That's not really on her. So... I like it. Spicy. Roland's mother... Is this the first date? Yeah. <laughs> After our boy was born, I 
Like, what if this was over drinks? That would be the same thing. It's, yeah, it's the same conversation. It's my fault. Like I said, I own my mistakes. That's not possible. What's wrong? That door, it's open. Perhaps you left it unlocked. I sealed it with blood magic. I'm the only one who can open it. Hmm. Blood, really remember enough. how blood magic works? It appears the Wicked Witch is a formidable foe. Hmm? Intrigue and mystery. See, really funny because my first thought would have been my mom well, fucked shit up before I killed her. Right, yeah, yeah, for sure. You haven't been here in a while. The crypt. Isn't that obvious? Yes, what I meant was who was it built for? My mother. Yeah, it does feel like some weird like chorus stuff. Lost people I care about. Right, like Cora was probably More than I'd like to running around to mock all over the place when she was in Storybrooke. Yeah, no kidding. What do you know about that? I saw the way you grabbed Roland back there. Clearly you have the touch of a mother. I do. This is also post-Storybook Regina. He's we have to remember that. Yeah. Track. What happened to him? He's not dead, if that's what you think. He's just lost to me forever. If the Wicked Witch is powerful enough to break blood magic, perhaps we should reconsider this plan. I don't care how powerful this witch is. I have to go through with this plan. So I have a question. So a, a witch is somebody who like studies and dabbles and I don't know if it's necessarily dark magic, but like like practices magic, right? It's definitely not just dark magic. Right. But and like a wizard is like the male version of that. But like anybody like, OK, so this is what I'm asking. It's like, would you consider like Mr. Gold a wizard? Like, you know, be, yeah. just because like in other stories, anyone who practices magic it, like in a Harry Potter kind of situation is a witch or wizard. Right. But in this story, there's this like villain villainous connotation to like because she's a witch in her Oz story. Right. A witch physically like that's what they call her. But like re- that would be Regina's that a witch Regina too. Is, is a, a witch. witch and and Mr. Gold's a wizard. Would you, in this story yes. context, would you call it that? Yeah. Because I, I don't like just I... As- associate the word witch with the Wicked Witch of the West. I think any woman that performs magic is a witch and any man that performs magic is a wizard. I think Rumple is a wizard. A wizard? It feels yeah. weird. It feels like, a, it feels, it doesn't feel like it's the right descriptive word to use for He's Rumpel. the dark one. He's a wizard. I, I do think, Yes. I think that's a good right. descriptive word for him. More more things for the Storybook Daily Mirror. I'm curious for the people out there. Uh, what, what do you feel? How do you feel about this? Are you a warlock? When, when you yeah, when you were when you were watching this uh, the first time, did you think about the language that way? I'm just curious. I'm crowdsourcing some information here. God, <laughs> did you know there's something called cradle cap? Yeah, it sucks. On their heads. It's a crusty, yellow, greasy, scaly skin rash. Literally, they're molting. Seriously. This book uses all of those words. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yes, D-Resdom. That she was me. She's so cute. That's me on Google. Oh, D-Resdom. You know there's a library down the street. We could pop in and get you something if you'd rather. Oh, yeah, he doesn't even know her. I know her. what you love reading. How'd you know that? <laughs> Your mom said 
Cool. Uh, let me go get my coat. I'll be right down. It's so weird that he doesn't know anyone in the town. I know. <laughs> and they, like, all know him. Also, what the hell book, uh, game would he be playing where he would say the words de-rezzed him? Like, they put that in his mouth like it was normal. You know what I mean? Like, I like that they like Tron, but I would have liked it more if he was, like, playing a Tron game. You know, like, where it would contextually would have made sense. Then for him to just, they'd be like, oh, yeah, a normal, like, whatever, 14-year-old boy would say de-rezzed him when they, like, beat somebody at a game on his iPhone. Like, come on. Like, it's a little bit of a stretch here. <laughs> no cap. You know, it goes away. Oh, it doesn't boy. the baby. Doesn't? Babies are stronger than you think. You're Snow White, aren't you? I'm Mary Margaret here, actually. This must be your first time in Storybrooke? I've missed the last curse, so... What does that mean? Everything in this world is still... I missed the new. last curse? Don't worry. You'll get used to it. Who were you back in our land? Oh. No one you'd remember. Not everyone was famous like you. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say famous. You were a princess. And some of us were just supporting players. No, it's okay. I loved who I was. See, I really like this this concept. This is this go I I guarantee you this goes back to the like who are you again from Lost? Do you remember they used yeah. to play on they oh they own they they supposedly half a whole plane was out on the beach but they only ever focused on six or seven people so then when one person spoke up who we haven't met yet mm-hmm. they'd be like what's your name? We've been here for how long and I don't know who you are like it was always a joke that they would do it breaking the fourth wall to be like obviously this is a person you've never met before. Right. It's an interesting concept that not only titled fairy tale characters are in this town there's like a random townspeople here too which also if it was an entire like town kingdom in fact that was cursed why are there only like 14 people in this town like where the hell is everyone else you yeah I mean? and i just i feel like snow should be questioning it more because they right. did know everyone that was here. And she's just like so casual. I missed the second. I missed the first curse. What do you I mean? I missed the last curse. How did you miss? The- well, I mean, I guess Aurora and Philip weren't there. And what? so like if Aurora and Philip were here, they would have been someone who missed the last curse who was here now. I but that that doesn't guess? also make like. That's a is reach there anyone though. else? Is there anyone else? Is she the, the only is, one is she, that missed the, the first curse? <laughs> Be like, that's weird. Like, there's just not you. one. And like, the, it's just so bizarre to me that nobody knows her and nobody's questioning it. Right. When before, yeah, if somebody would show up in Storybrooke, everybody was like, who are you? What's your life story? What's your blood type? What's your social security number? And now True. Snow's like, huh, I wouldn't call me famous, but thanks for the compliment. It. Also, does it does it like completely make your skin crawl when you have to watch a good character who's always finds the good in people talking to someone clearly evil who's like fooling them? It, I'm always so embarrassed. Like, yes, embarrassed I have secondhand embarrassment right now because literally she gassed Snow up so she didn't question anything. She was like, we yeah. can't all be famous like you. And Snow was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the it's the I, I know we keep talking about the toxic positivity thing, but it's it's the idea that like the good people are always good first. Like I, to me, I'm like, OK, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be mean. But do do you have to be so naive you gotta break your to back. think that everyone is always good until proven otherwise? It just feels like a like an not cautious enough approach. I don't know. It just it, it seems a little. uh 
negligent to not even be a little bit suspicious of strangers. Yes. You know what I mean? Stranger I danger. I understand the concept of being hospitable, right? But there's just something about snow and charming to a degree. It's more, it's more snow where she's just so like, no, everyone's great until they betray me and stab me in the back. And then I'll finally believe that maybe some people could be bad. <laughs> like, uh, my, do we have to go that far? I don't know. It just seems a little odd sometimes. Right. But whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I did. I was a midwife. Really? Mm-hmm. My name's Zelina. Look, I've seen a lot of new mothers. It's the first time we got her name. Don't worry. You'll learn quickly. Maybe you could give me some advice. I have been turning the corner of every page on which I have a question, and now I can't close the book. There are so many. It would be an honor. Careful. Once I have the baby, I may not let you leave my side. <laughs> See what I mean about the naivety? May I? Yeah, it's not. It's I have secondhand embarrassment. Helping Snow White with her baby. Like she's so like that means that she's always gonna let I can't anyone think of anything in. that would make me happier. Which means you can I mean, this is the ultimate stranger danger problem. Like just because a guy has candy doesn't mean he's nice. I don't like I don't know how to You know what I'm saying? And like, like maybe this is really nitpicky, but you're not questioning her being just like a regular commoner when she clearly has a very expensive emerald wrapped around her neck right now. Like humongous. Like it's, it's the only thing that hand. you can see. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. But she knew. This is what I don't understand about Snow because she wasn't a princess that just lived in the castle. Remember, she lived amongst the people when she was on the run. She knew everyone. She wasn't. Yeah, ju- no, this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. I'm not. A but you're all of- all of a sudden, even though we got a beautiful Regina Redemption arc, you're still throwing her back in the doghouse as soon as you can. Yeah. Yeah. That well, doesn't really make sense. I will say this, though. This does feel more like the literary tropes of Espenson's writing b- because she's only really doing this episode. And I don't know how much her consulting, producing, slash, you know, like, like what. I her- really don't think it's even the specific writer to the episode. It's the writers who are in charge of, like, the overall character development. Yeah, the lead writer. But, but. I'm saying I can feel the if just this episode was a book, it does feel like that Jane fingerprint. You know, it feels like it feels like the way you would write the twists and turns of a book. But that part of it, like the conditions that we've been told for the rest of the season and the show don't make sense, which is not. That's just its own thing. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It's just it just seems it's not. It seems. I guess it's inconsistencies. That's the stuff we always point out. It's not that it's wrong. It just isn't. Con- You've told us one set of rules. Now you're changing them just for, for the sake of this storyline. It feels a little. I agree. Uh, what do they call it? Um, Wishy-washy. It, it's called like there's a, a something way fancier hooked. word than that. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's when it's when you like bring something in at the last second, something hooked. Something like that. Anyway. I don't need to address um, this, but I will address it right now. And I just want to apologize to anyone listening. You can probably hear my little clicky clackies. I am multitasking right now, but the podcast really does have my full attention. Just don't tell certain people. That it's fine. Right back, Chuck. You won't tell. It'll be our, it'll be our, it'll be our little secret. I just, I just, I just felt that I'm like all of a sudden could hear myself. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Chances are at least some of those uh, will be removed from my software. 
but just, some I, of them might come through. Then all of a just sudden, in case, I got really self conscious all of a sudden. We we are the podcast of transparency. These are the th- we we. <laughs> I am constantly eating food and then muting my microphone, and no one knows. And then I out myself because I want people to <laughs> to know what's really going on. Um. Anyway, we'll continue. I'm done now. <laughs> Thanks. Just do that one thing. <laughs> Now we have Charming in this beautiful forest of giant trees. Where is this tape? Is this Vancouver? Guys. Because this, this forest is beautiful. Like the trees. It, I think it has They're not to redwoods. Right? They're just so pretty. Uh, is he alive? Barely. John, I'm here. We've got you. I've never seen a bird like that before. No, uh, neither. Okay, help me get him up. We've got to get him some help. Make yourself useful. Keep watch. Hang on. I lost track. Is this the backstory? So this is not... Pre- oh, I'm confused about the timeline here. So Robin Hood was oh. just getting little little John. No, it is a backstory. But Robin Hood also here. So is this the flashback? Because it's a year ago. Is it? This is no, when this is they first later? got... No, this is a year prior. A year pro okay. Because Storybrook is a year later, Enchanted Forest is a year prior. This is when they first landed back in the Enchanted Forest and they were trying to like go back to their castle and then realize oh, that there right. was a shield and the up little, on it. The little John stuff is in Storybrook. So the backstory isn't right? like thirty years ago, like we're used to. It's putting together the pieces oh. of what the people of Storybrook oh, can't remember you're right. from their time you're in right. the Enchanted you're Forest. Right. You're right, and the back and the and the the current the little John stuff with the monkey is inside Storybrooke. Is that that stuff is happening? Yes, because it was charming. Okay, speaking of outing ourselves, this is happening because right now we are taping the second half of the rewatch three or four days after we watched the first one. So I don't remember what the time said, <laughs> even though for you it was probably like thirty minutes ago. For what? us, it was three days ago. <laughs> so I accidentally forgot which is which. Anyway. You didn't need to know that, but I told you anyway, because that's what we do. Okay, bye. (laughs) What is that? Nothing that concerns you. I won't ask you again. What is that? How dare you threaten me in my own castle? Even if you choke the life out of me, this arrow will still leave my bow, and trust me, I never miss. Now, what manner of dark... So you're telling me this is not a sexy first date? Jesus Christ, I knew you were going to say it. We're already in bondage mode now? Come on. (laughs) Potion are you making? (laughs) A sleeping curse. Guys, make out already. Jesus. (laughs) Thank you. The kind you used on Snow White. That spell came from Maleficent. I finally learned how to make one of my own. This spell? This is why you wanted to come to the castle? Ingredients like these are hard to come by. Especially when you have Snow White breathing down your neck every second of the day. That was your plan? Do you use it on the witch? The witch? I don't care about her. Then who do you plan to use it on? Don't worry. No one you'll miss. No one anyone will miss. This is Regina's arc. I love it. This is about your son, isn't it? 
I can't let you do this. It's a good thing you don't have a say in the matter. I know how you feel, Regina. I doubt that. When I lost my wife, I felt that there was no reason to go on. But then I found one. My son. That's where you and I are different. I already lost Henry. I already lost the only thing I care about. That doesn't mean you won't find a new reason. We all get a second chance, Regina. You just have to open your eyes to see it. It's too bad mine will be closed. <clears throat> so that's it? You just want to give up? This isn't an end. It's an eternal middle. This an curse eternal middle? By the only true love in my life. And the only reason I would even want to wake. My son. Regina, listen to me. This is a mistake. Don't worry. I'll keep my word. I'll lower the protection spell so that Snow and Charming can be victorious. But then... Then I go to sleep. So what do you think about this, like, midway, instead of burying her heart, she's just going to take a sleeping curse because she can't handle it? I feel like this is normal grieving. I would do the same exact thing. You know, like if you I have the ability to. There's no point in me living if Harper's not here. You know what I mean? Like I. Yeah. I guess I just don't really understand Snow's point of view because I would be acting just like Regina does. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I can't really see any other way where she should be like moving on and living a better life. Like why? For what? She literally is like for what? I've already had the best that I'm ever going to get. Why try? Right. And I totally get where she's coming from. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's certainly not the only viewpoint in situations like that. And, like, obviously, you know, suicide and mental health are very, very serious things. Very serious things, but very I... Very much exist in our, in our real you life. You can't tell me that you don't see why she's doing it. Right. You can't think I mean, that that's ridiculous. Like, you can't be like, oh, my is, God, she's over-exaggerating. No, she's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and in the world of magic, she's saying this is not an end, it's an eternal middle. She's not killing herself, first of all. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> like, like, this is magic, right? So this, this sleeping, like, this, what she's doing to try and grieve, regardless of what the method is, is something that, you know, there isn't always room for uh, understanding for right because it's hard to understand to, to put yourself in the shoes of someone who's actually grieving and understand like how far and that's one of the problems i think that we had with the conversation with snow so spoilers we looked ahead and we did get some contributions to the starbuck daily mirror that some people who want to talk about this uh so if you tune in next week uh, for the next episode, we will have a discussion in the Starbuck Daily Mirror about it because there's another perspective that was brought about what uh, maybe it was supposed to – the intention behind that scene could have been. Another perspective on what it, was, that what it was supposed to be and maybe didn't land that way because of Snow's delivery or the way that the writing was, right, that it probably should have been this other way. So we will get into it next week, but – a very interesting interesting that she didn't just go, oh, I won't bury my heart, so I'm fixed now. I like that they gave her the humanity of, like, the fact that she's still dealing with this grieving and this problem. I you think know, about they it. They didn't just whitewash it and just say, oh, now it's not a thing. I think about it, like, when you are in an immense amount of physical pain from, like, a traumatic event, like a car accident or something like that, they will sometimes put you in a coma. 
because your body just can't handle that amount of pain. It needs to heal, yeah. What's the difference here? Yeah, it's not not that different at all, actually. It's quite... She knows that she cannot handle the emotions and, like, the grieving and the feelings that she's going for right now. And I know she's not healing by putting herself under the sleeping curse, but, like, maybe that's what she... Like, Regina, and if you think about it like Regina, she's a recovered, reformed villain, okay? Like... Right, yeah. She might be worried she's going to snap. Sure. What if she's like, I have nothing to keep me grounded. I have nothing to keep me good. What if somebody says something and I just immediately snap back into it? She's being very selfless right now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because if I'm in a bad Uh, mood, I'm like, get away from me because I don't want to say something to you that I should not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. And she could just wipe them all out. She's potentially dangerous. Yeah. So (laughs) no, you're right. You're totally right. Uh, where are we? We're with Emma in what looks like the mayor's office. Kind of looks like Regina's office. Oh, she's. Oh yeah, because they're making. Yes, they're potioning. Stuff. I like can't keep track of wherever everyone is. They're all over the right, place. Right, everybody's running around. <laughs> Wait, what? There's only one way to find out. There, is it the memory potion they're trying to do? Oh yeah, Neil's missing. Everybody's missing, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, do you this remember? Either that wall did something to you in the past year, or I'm going to say it didn't work. I must have missed an ingredient. Can we try again? I already used up what was left of the potion Hook gave you. There's nothing left to replicate. I can't live in this town if Henry doesn't remember me. Can't I find a book? A spell It's worse than any curse I ever could have cast. What if we can still find the person who cursed the town? Haven't you been paying attention? I can't make any more potion. You don't have to make anything. We can still catch the person. How? We've been running a con by making this potion in secret. What if we're running the wrong con? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not well-versed in cons. Unlike you, I never spend time in prison. No, it's not something I learned in prison. It's an old <laughs> Bell Bonds trick. I love you how Emma's like, shut up. Who cares? And think you're onto them. How does that help us? If the person who cast the curse thought we were about to make a memory potion, they'd want to stop us. Yes. And then we set a trap for them when they do. We just need to get the word Apples. out that you're close to making all this work. <laughs> Also, what are you talking about? You're not well-versed in cons. Your whole life was cons. There are apples Girl. on the table. Lose, everybody. <laughs> oh, Emma drink. She was holed up in her office working on a potion. Wait, what kind of potion? <laughs> Send Grumpy out to be the town crier. A memory potion. Regina says she's going to use it to prove that she didn't cast the curse. Like I'd drink anything she handed me. Well, somebody will. And if they remember... We'll know exactly who did this to us. Maybe he was grumpy the whole time. Smoke out the perp. It's actually a really good idea. Nobody's questioning the stranger that just ran out the restaurant. Everyone else is like arguing and oh, oh, and then she just like leaves aggressively. What did this to him? We don't know. Get him, Dr. Whale. Dr. Whale has no idea what he's talking about. I would not trust him with anything. I was like, isn't that asthma inhaler? What are you talking about? I was gonna say, is this a vampire situation? Does he also turn into oh, he's a, a flying, flying monkey. monkey? So there's a lot of screaming, and uh, he has a tail now. <laughs> Tentacles, uh, I tail. I don't know what it is. So he's fighting, and he's turning into a monkey. That's what you, that's what you're missing, everyone. Hey, look, he's a monkey now. Oh, so pretty. Look at that uh, hair. Hello, Sheriff. Shoot it. 
Okay, I didn't see that coming. That was where it came from in the trailer. That was actually kind of cool. We're not going to shoot it? Hands not Does even on his holster. His... That's. I don't even think he has his gun. I'm a doctor, not a vet. Yes. I'm a doctor, not a vet. I love him. That's a great. That's a great line. Oh, the yellow bug. So yellow bug. And she's in her red jacket. Oh my god. Okay. Drink all your drinks, guys. cast the curse makes a move on your office. Is this really what you do for a living? Yeah. Bitch, you terrorize people for a living. What are you judging me for right now? And you don't get bored? I don't know. I mean, find ways to pass time. Eat, talk, mostly watch, which is what we should be doing. Does he have friends? So who are friends? Henry. (laughs) The cookie monster. (laughs) Like, who would we be talking about, Emma? Friends in New York. Yeah. He has a lot of friends. No girlfriends yet, at least not that I know about. So he's happy. His life is good there. Yeah. I almost didn't come back because of that. Well, why did you? Because he may not remember all this, but I do. And I know what he would say. A hero would come back. That's really sweet. He would say that. Okay, I kind of wish they did end up moms together. Just tell him you're an old friend, like Mary, Margaret, and David. I would have really liked that. It would be too hard. It's a little too progressive, I think. I know, but I really would have liked that. (laughs) I do. I would do. We got him. You sure whoever's in there can't escape? I seal the room with a blood lock. Oops. Using that pesky blood lock again. I know what I'm doing. Imagine they accuse Henry. Oh my god, right? <laughs> oh wait, no. He's adopted. There! Domo's nowhere for you to go. Ooh, fancy green smoke. I thought you said they couldn't do that. No one can break through blood magic. No matter how powerful they are. It's Daddy Regina. And who are we dealing with? Oh my god, back from the dead. <laughs> Maybe Rumpel's your real dad. <laughs> Gross. Imagine this turns into a paternity test. <laughs> right. If a Mori comes out. Look at this beautiful plume of green smoke. I think they're doing the emerald green really tastefully. Yes. You know, the, the motifs of green. It, it reminds me of the Frankenstein stuff, you know, like yeah. the really beautiful like color correction that they did in the different land. So, okay, so we're in Regina's castle, and this giant... Oh, this plume of smoke, I presume, is the protection spell, probably. It's the center of the protection spell that she's now doing weird hand voodoo on (laughs) to make it stop. And it went away. We don't care how or why. It just did. Well, probably blood magic. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) It it looks a lot like Elsa's castle. Like, it's really pointy. Kind of, yeah. Move on to castle. Now. Which is funny, because Elsa's castle was built out of anger, just like Regina. That's true. And desperation. Well, she did the thing, so now she's going to go to sleep. 
Probably. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe one day you'll find me and wake me up. That's a cute full circle See, that's a foolproof plan, honestly. You weren't even going to say hello first. It's not exactly the welcome I was expecting. Regina still looks better. What does a witch have to do to get your attention? What's the matter? Has life got you down? None of your business. You really don't know who I am, do you? I know exactly who you are. The Wicked Witch. Is that all? I'm not that interested. She's very sensual. Please allow me to introduce myself. She's like milking all you can this call right me now. Zelina. She's been waiting. That's this my dress. In her defense, mm. okay. I had to take it in a little bit at the hips, but looks better on me. Do you think? Oh, that is I such think a. You never should have left Oz. I can't make that comment right now. Remind me of this in a couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying it on for size. Besides, I've already seen everything worth seeing. Your closet. Your gardens. Your crypt. Yes, how did you break the blood lock? I didn't. The door was open. No one's that powerful. Cora really never told you. Oh, told me what? The truth about us, Regina. What are you talking about? And how do you know my mother? Same way you do. I'm your sister. Okay, I can make the comment now. Such a good reveal. I wish she said she was my mother too, but it's okay, we can say sister. Um, yeah, I, I thought that's what she was going to say. She just made every single comment that a sibling would make. It was perfect. That is the perfect right. sibling argument when she goes, I had to take it in at the hips. I'm yeah, skinnier yeah. than you, bitch. Like, that's like how I would have talked to my siblings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Perfectly done. So, regarding my witch comments, does that make her the witch of the East? <laughs> Regina, you know what I mean? Is she in the show? <laughs> Considered that? I don't think I don't think so, but like because they're sisters, right? But I I like wonder if Oz is actually like west of wherever this realm is to make her the Wicked Witch of the East. It would be so funny. <laughs> like if on a map somewhere, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Oz is blah 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 miles west." You know, like that would be so. I don't know. I that's just a thing that would make me chuckle. It's a fantastic reveal, and the episode should have ended there, by the way. But it doesn't say anything on the Google. Actually, half-sister. No? Yeah, I don't think so. Details, details. Half-sister. That's not possible. You're green. And you're rude. Cora had me first, before she wormed her way into the dregs of royalty. Well, you know I'm telling the truth. How else could I have broken the door to the crypt? Our mother gave me up and sent me away but you you she kept you she gave everything everything she wanted if what you're saying is true then you were lucky to escape her enough with the martyr complex regina try growing up without a mother try living in oz knowing that no one thought you were good enough not your mother and not the only man that our paths both crossed Rumpelstiltskin. Of course. Obviously. Who else? You knew Rumpelstiltskin. 
Or did you think you were his only student? Let me guess. You're mad because he chose me to cast his curse. Well, get over it. It wasn't everything it was cracked up to be. It literally wasn't Anything even worth it. It would have been better than the life yeah, right. I had. But, despite my shortcomings, I made something of myself, dear. And I didn't need Cora. I'm gonna give that a drink. Rumpelstiltskin. Well, it's too bad they're not around to see how well you turned out. They're both dead. That's all right. You're the only one I need alive. Really? Why is that? Because I'm going to take everything away from you. Too late. Said every villain ever. I've already lost everything that matters. Oh, Regina, you haven't lost anything yet. So you are going to kill me? No. It's too easy. For me to get what I want, I need you to suffer. You see, what's in store for me? Is all my dreams being realized of you? Well, that's a fate worse than death. Go ahead. Bring it, Greeny. Indeed, I will. See you soon, sis. Hey, look, a broomstick. is an ode to the 1939 film, The Wizard of Oz. Sure is. Dang, Lana. Just you serving looks right now. You were right. The sleeping curse wasn't the answer. As you said, I just needed to find something to live for. And you found it? What? The one thing I haven't had in a very long time. Fun. Someone to destroy. Look at her eyes. Oh my god, Lana, Lana. Will the live? I think this is a bad idea. It's gonna be fine. Listen. Are you still playing video games? How's your day? Read a book, bro. Good. Storybook is a weird place, but cool. Did you know there's a library inside a clock tower? I do. I've been there before. Come on, I want you to meet someone. Thank you for pointing out how weird that is. This is Regina Mills. She's the mayor of this town, and she wanted to meet you. Is something wrong? No, 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 nothing's wrong. Uh, your mother just told me a lot about you. I hear you like school, and that you're good at English. Um, yeah. Why'd she tell you all this? Smart kid. Because she couldn't be prouder of you. This is so crazy, like, rules reversal. Like, when um, while adoptive dad, parents thinking, introduce their children to their birth parents. <laughs> oh, so it's his birth mom introducing him to his adoptive mom. She doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <He> doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. You know how sometimes, like, when <laughs> adoption happens and they, Maybe like, are like, this is our friend, but it's really the birth mother? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they have to just be like, oh, <laughs> Lucifer. It's a good one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the, like, you have to just, like, pretend to be a normal rando person. Yeah. Oh, it's not playing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was playing. Um, while you're in town, I was thinking maybe I can give you a tour sometime, you know, show you around. 
Maybe we can even stop for ice cream. It's weird. Yeah. I'd like that. He's like not what if the, so what, this is What weird. if the mayor of the town you live in was like, hey, you want to Isla? You want to go for some If he was like between <laughs> six and eight, this would be normal. But he's like a teenager. So You don't think it would be weird for the mayor to invite your kid out for ice cream? And <laughs> I don't think the kid would think it was weird. No, well, no, that's true. But yeah, I guess they all knew. Yeah, yeah everybody true. there knows except Henry. And as a kid... You know, if you're like an actual but kid. But at 13, you're like the mayor's like, oh, why would the mayor, why does the mayor want to take a random Right. Like out? right now, Henry <laughs> should be like, that seems a little uncomfortable, but I guess I'll go out for it. Like she's like, we can go out for ice cream. Like Maybe I, even I could entice cream, Harper you know? with ice cream. <laughs> right, right, right. My toddler. Well, the ma- can but... the mayor? <laughs> you want the mayor to Honestly, I don't even think the mayor could get Harper to go do th- No, I don't because my kid doesn't talk to strangers. So. Yeah. Because it's. Because she's a normal, smart, cautious kid. The other day, she was talking to somebody at uh, my in-law's house. And she goes, and you know what we say to strangers. Mama, what do we say to strangers? And I'm like, I Aww. I was like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what. I didn't coach her on this, so I don't know. Right, right, and she right. goes, you're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I wonder where she picked that up oh, from. Oh, I do know where she picked it up from. Because I did this program when I was like preteen in girl scouts called rad kids and it was about self-defense and like making sure you were safe in public like mm-hmm. stranger danger blah 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 and i must have told like retold this story like when i was with my parents because it's a big family joke where they and i was in karate from four years old until i was 18 years old so like i didn't mm-hmm. need this class i already got right. real self-defense in karate so they right. had this thing where if you saw a stranger you would go you would jump into the fighting pose <laughs> Right, and you right. would yell. <laughs> you would yell, stop, you're not my dad. Oh, my God. Because if you just so yell, much. normal people around you don't really yeah, like yeah. recognize that as danger. It could just be, you know, a regular kid having a fit or, you know, like having a fight with their parents. But yeah, if you yeah. say you're not my dad, then that will trigger something to be like, oh, my God, somebody's probably being Smart. abducted. So I must have said that in front of her and it has stuck with her. And I'm fine with it because that's honestly great. I hope she that's does do so that. That's so funny that um, like without you knowing, she like picked up. Yeah, she literally goes, Mama, memory. what do we say? And I was like, fucking beats me if I know. I don't know what we say. And she was like, you're that's not so my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother-in-law was like, that is right. I'm like, that That's, is right. Yes. Like, that checks out. <laughs> we like, all were yeah. like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> approved. <laughs> oh, my god. So Harper would not go with the mayor. She would. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm going to stick with my mom and these mayor other random Mills. strangers that we're staying with at this loft because there's yeah, no. You were, like, they're not you even staying not at dad. Granny's. No. Emma literally was like, I have a case in this place in Maine and we're going to stay with these strangers. And you're also going to spend the entire day with them. I mean, your parents introduce you to like friends of theirs, and you just you just don't think anything of it. But my parents never left me alone all day with them. But I I feel like your your parents all they you trust that if they're gonna do something like that, that it's at least safe, you know? Yeah, I don't know. My parents are super overprotective, though. That's probably why he's playing video games all the time because he's like, yeah, whatever, go do what you're gonna do. I'm not gonna like, yeah, like this is gonna play video games in. Because if you were dropped off as a kid at some random friend's house and you didn't know who they were, you'd be like, okay, cool. Where's the fridge? Where's the bathroom? I'm gonna play my video games. Leave me alone. Like, I get it. Let's see what Rebecca's gonna say here. So, um, it was nice meeting you. (laughs) 
Uh, we we hug people in this town. I know you could have <laughs> made that not weird. You could have said we do hugs up here in Maine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a start. And she's allowed to feel that way. That was super awkward. We need to talk. Outside. Right. Henry's not going to question the pirate. Into flying monkeys. Yes. Well, he his mom is a still a. Isn't she still a bill? Yes, but there's a hook on his hand, and he's wearing a trench coat. I don't think he saw though yet. That's why she was like, "Let's go out in the hallway." I well, I think. But I'm like, hook. To have a, a, a secret league meeting. Right yes, yeah, so like <laughs> he would have been really. Hook, weird you can't about just that. barge in there with your hook on your hand. Yeah, that's true. And does he? And like, does he? I'm Killian. With the other bones. <laughs> Killian Hook guy. Do you think that's what happened to the missing dwarfs too? Uh, oh wait. Why we haven't found any trace of them? And Neil. I don't think I can. Can I do this yet? I don't think I can do this yet. Hold, please. We're going to do this. I'm going to make it happen in a f- weird, fake way. Come on. Here we go. Hold up. It's Once Upon a Rewind time. I had to go. It's not in my soundboard yet. Good job, Lucas. <laughs> I went and found it. Lucas crushed it. Um, also, we're going to talk about it later, but since we stopped recording and then have since have started recording again, uh, Lucas's birthday happened. So just going to point that out real quick. Happy birthday, say, Lucas. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lucas. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about it again. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that. Uh, let's rewind because I want to see what, what happened just now with this going outside. Uh, one more. Here we go. We need to talk. Yes, he took on Simeon form with the added bonus of wings. Do you think that's what happened to the missing dwarfs? I love how he talks. Explain why we haven't found any trace of them. And Neil? No sign of him either. So, yeah, it's possible. Wouldn't be the first flying monkey I've dated. (coughs) The person who escaped our trap disappeared in a cloud of green smoke. And now there are flying monkeys in this town? Oh, that's right. No one remembers Selena. Yeah, exactly who cursed us. The Wicked Witch of the West? Seriously? She's real too. Says the daughter of Snow White, Fair, Prince Charles. Because it's a different ride. No, I don't get it. This. It's not like we're in Kansas. Hold on. This. This is how they all should have happened. This is. This is a perfectly normal fine. conversation. And I get what she's saying. She's real too, because you know, different realm, totally different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. You don't assume every story that I respect you knew it. was true. Only right. No. This is. I like this a lot. <laughs> so why would the wicked witch of the West want to come to Storybrooke? Fair point. No, why do you want to go great. to Maine? This is great. This is what I wish it was. Okay, okay. You could have just opened it. Can relax. Is Neil in the basement? Hungry. He's the only one truly missing. I was (gasps) gonna say, if it's Mr. Gold. He looks like a wild animal too. This is awesome. His hair is all over the place. Oh my gosh. So sick. We've got work to do. Dude. You feed the madness and it feeds on you. Oh yeah. You feed the madness and it feeds on you. You feed the madness and it feeds on you. 
What an ending to an episode, though. Am I right? Holy moly. Okay. Thoughts? Wow. Wow, indeed. We ended on a high. That was, see, man, Jane is good. There's a lot of things good about this, I feel. Yeah. Like, this was incredible. Uh, there are, like, what? obviously, there are issues that we talked about, but those are the nitpicky things that that's the whole point of this podcast um, is to not just make it sunshine and rainbows. But, uh, wow, this was an incredible episode. I I agree. Um, if our simian friend is any indication, then I think we know who exactly who's taken up residence in our castle. That was Regina, right? Yes, Regina, Regina yeah, to the Regina gang. To the gang, and then we got half points. Guys, we're remembering what happened three days ago. It's fine. Uh, let's do MVPs. MVP. MVP of... Oh, how are we doing this? Uh, MVP of current day uh, story... One year later, Storybrooke. Regina. Regina. I want to give it to Grumpy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like being the town crier. Because, I mean, no, Regina. Well, I, actually, I would give it to Emma because she's the one like making moves and making ideas, and she came up with the con, and she she's like she's driving a lot of the forward momentum, yeah, you know, to like figure it out. No one else is really yeah, doing that. Regina's Emma going and Regina. Along with it, but yeah, uh, what about MVP of the one year ago Enchanted Forest? Uh, Re- Regina. We have two characters, and it's uh, Hook and I mean it's Robin Hood and Regina and Zelina. Right? Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say Robin Hood because I felt like uh, Robin Hood is doing a lot of like sense talking, you know, yeah. like common sense talking into Regina. But I, I don't feel like it's paid off yet, yeah. so it feels like it's gonna be a next episode thing. So yeah, I guess it would have to be Regina. Um, all right, LVPs of one year ago. Sorry, current day Storybrooke. David. What did David do? <laughs> because he is the sheriff of this town. And, you know, when crazy things happen, you're supposed to be the one to go to and you're supposed to be the one to handle it. And a whole ass flying monkey appeared. And that man just goes, Who's up? I mean, it's so what he said. He goes, but are they all the sheriff? No. But like, Different responsibility. Yeah, all right. If I you mean, sign on to be- that title, you are taking in responsibility they did not sign up for that dr whale like he said he's not a vet he's a doctor he knows his place yeah that's true giving it to david i i'm gonna take the opportunity actually i'm giving it to both of the charmings because snow's naiveness is costing them a lot that's what i was gonna i was gonna give the lvp to to snow being so blindly like positive and cheery and she's all, being ignorant you know, all people are good for no reason yeah. So, yeah now i'm not saying you should just walk around being a bitch to people but like don't just openly invite strangers into your house without like at least like get to know them a little first like vet especially it out especially when a there's a bit. whole just, issue of they're all missing memory and like, like i don't strangers. think right like right this isn't a there normal is situation here. where you meet a new person and you're like oh my god be my friend this is like and like the entire town knows that there's like some stuff like bad stuff going on that grumpy keeps barging into the room and saying it's bad so like 
I don't think I would in a, in a in a non DefCon Five situation where the, where the town is on alert. I don't think in that situation I would even go to a stranger and be like, "You better be careful. I'm just going to keep you around all the time and invite you into my like. Yeah. I'm going to never let you leave my side." Like that feels like a juvenile kid who doesn't understand what danger is, and that Snow's too smart for that. Yep. She was a hunter. She was been she's been betrayed. Snow is doing things that are dangerous. And a little bit irresponsible. She could be nice without being so open to letting like burglars and villains and people, you know, into their personal circles. Like most people have a little bit of a wall. I'm not talking about a wall like Emma. Like that's yeah. a lot. That's too much. Um, but but like the walls that keep you safe and keep you Just alive. Like you meet strangers, boundaries. you're nice to them, but you like like not giving out personal information or things like that, like normal things. She just seems to be so blinded by everyone has, she has to convince herself that everyone is good, that that feels out of place. Anyway, LVP of Enchanted Forest. The flying monkeys? So, I don't know. Lena? I guess the ground. I don't, the ground. Uh, There's no really LPP. Zelina's doing what yeah. she's doing. She's a villain. She, yeah. Honorable mention character. Here, you can give it to Grumpy now. You think honorable mention I'm town not crier it. I'm not character? I'm not giving it to Grumpy. Oh, okay. Uh, honorable mention character in either Storybrooke or Enchanted Forest. I'm giving oh, it to Dr. Will. Oh, okay. That's fair. No, that's fair. I mean, he didn't do anything, but it was just fun to see him again. Yeah, yeah I missed <laughs> him. Like, that's fine that's totally fine uh what about outstanding performance actor i mean she lana rebecca mater like sorry uh, it's going to lana because she played like sad regina evil regina storybook yeah, regina rebecca, rebecca's serving right now she's doing sensual she's doing mystery oh, she's not giving away the true, farm true, true. she's also she's she's kind of she's uh the 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 stuff that they gave her is already ripe with um, mystery and allure. Yeah. But she is really, really not only honing that character, but the the kind of even even the storybook version of her has this like subdued evil yes. that Mr. Gold is the only other person I've seen wear so mysteriously, which is why I love that she, that she's got him captive because the two of them feel like two sides of the same coin, yeah. same kind of evil. You know what I mean? Okay, I agree with you. I'll switch mine. I mean, Lana's killing it. She yes, really is. But- and, and she's I'll tell I'll tell you this for outstanding performance for soap opera reasons for the show being a soap opera I give it to Lana for like emotional capacity right for the action sci-fi fantasy type not sci-fi fantasy genre that it is I give it to Rebecca for for you know what I mean because we have the emotional side with Regina that's very uh, heavy and real and and tangible and relatable and then Zelina's like the kooky crazy cartoon character which I love yes um, therefore. We will do our ratings in the third annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence. How many Mr. Gold's Gold Stars? This is one of my favorite named things that we've ever done. Mr. Gold's Gold Star is hilarious. Why are you even asking <laughs> what I'm giving them? Cinco plus. This is a five plus all day long. Now I'll ask you this. Is it a five plus or is it a five? It's a five plus. Okay. Are you kidding okay. me? A rumple reveal? He's not dead. Rumple reveal. Jane Espenson writing. A sister a, reveal. A new. A sister reveal and a new character reveal, all in one episode. Oh, fabulous! Absolutely flawless. Absolutely fabuloso. Uh, and we are at the time of our show, and we will watch the promo for the next episode. 
And it is season three, episode 15, nope, 14, and it is called The Tower. Season three, right? Yeah. I'm seeing a face that I feel like I shouldn't be seeing right now in this oh. storyline. Oh. <laughs> I, maybe. Maybe maybe I'm just, maybe it's just someone else. I'll tell you after we record okay. who I think, think it actually is. Uh, all right. So let's let's get into it here. All right, I'm going to start again. Cause it was too next Sunday. Enter a tangled web no. mystery. Hold on, we're going to start again because it was too low. Here you go. Wicked in your town. What do you say we go find it? ABC next Sunday. Enter a tangled web of mystery as Rumpelstiltskin returns and Rapunzel Rapunzel lets down her hair. I'm getting you out of here. There's nothing you can do. Everyone in Storybrooke. What aren't you telling me? Beware. Once upon a time, all new next Sunday, 8, 7 central on ABC. See full episodes anytime on Watch ABC and ABC On Demand. No hashtags anymore. They stopped the hashtag thing. Uh, reveal, spoiler, Rapunzel's black. They're starting to do their woke casting now. <laughs> this is Love where it, it starts to get a little... Which is great. It's fantastic. It does, however, and we've talked about this, about uh, LGBTQ characters on this show, that it does feel like one of those things someone is doing for effect. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, it, and it's such a fine line. It's like, are, well, are you ever happy? Like, well, you know, you finally do some kind of diversity and inclusion and now we're complaining that it's being done politically or it's being done just to say that we did. But there is some forced nature to it that feels odd sometimes when they're just like, well, we're just going to do it to do it. It's really just with these big corporations, just like Pride Month. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody changes their logos to the rainbow flag during the month of June and then July 1st hits and they're like, fuck the gays. And it's like, right. <laughs> I can't stand yeah. capitalist America when it comes to stuff like that, because it really is just for show. It's really just for politics. It's really just and it's a win in some ways, but I can see where people would still be upset about it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I, I'm I'm glad that I'm seeing it. I'm glad that's being there. like to me, the idea of giving Hamilton, old white people characters in history, uh, an entire, entire, not just one or two, okay, not just the hero, an entire cast of BIPOC characters playing George Washington, playing Aaron Burr, playing Alexander Hamilton. Because play, that's genuine right? like, because it was written by Lynn, who, you know, he's in a minority, so he gets it. And he's also, he like transformed that history into hip hop. And that's what makes it not uh, kind of um, um, an after the fact thought. He he transformed that entire idea into something that would make it normal. And for that matter, when it was recast for national tours and replacements and stuff, they didn't stick to the original tracks that they were. They had a random Asian uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson. They had, right? They, they like really mixed they it up because the it it was to prove that it does not matter yeah. what the uh, race, it, the, you know, the the look, the culture of the person playing the role, because that role has been kind of transformed into something new that can be retransformed over and over again. That's kind of a message. So to just be like, well, I cast a black girl is it's not enough, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that by itself just feels like 
uh, I don't know, a free ticket to just say, or or uh, it's the characters that they like force to be gay so that they can say, well, we had one, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, oh, well, I don't know. I, I don't I don't necessarily have super strong feelings one way or the other. It's just I, I don't always uh, jump into the like, yay, we did it. Like, yep. uh, we did something. I don't know. If we, <laughs> but it's a start. It's something and we can't complain. I don't know why this entire uh, trailer commentary is about Rapunzel being black. I just I I, I pointed out because they're going to do more of that going forward. And it was there's another character who's traditionally not black that is black later um who i that's what i thought this was because she looks exactly like her and that's not until like season six so oh, i was like okay. what <laughs> um anyway how do you feel about this this feels like we're we're this is the dip now we've already figured out all the reveals and who she is and and rumple's coming back and look at what they did they didn't tell us about rumple who was at the last five seconds of the episode until now because he's going to come back next week why did they do why that? didn't they the do that because that rumple reveal was phenomenal and now you're i didn't even remember who it was now i'm questioning is he crazy or is he acting crazy? What game is Rumple playing right now? And like which and like there's time travel. Which Rumple is he Rumple from a thousand years ago? Like, does he like not I don't know if two? I believe like, that he would completely lose it in a cell. He's already been in a cell before and he didn't lose. It yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. What it just angle makes you ask is Rumple a lot of questions right now? And like oh. I just I loved that reveal. I wish they did that with Selena. I love that we didn't know, and now now we're getting into, oh, well, next week is going to be a fun, like, rumble thing. Anyway, that was a good trailer. I feel like it wasn't, like, the season finale, season premiere No, there's a lot of action and jumping, so I couldn't really see, like, what actually is happening next week besides... Th- this feels like more, like, information. Rumble. They have to, like, set the stage, right? So it's going to take a couple episodes, I think, to really figure out, like, what's Zelina's angle. You know, we're going to just further the stuff we already know. Because we've had two, three episodes of new things, all new things. Yeah. So now it's going to be like, okay, now we know what's going on. How are we going to figure out the sort of Resolution. the rising action yeah. for my uh, for my literary folks um, to get to that big, you know, uh, climax? So uh, that's the episode. That was it. I I enjoyed that. Me too. I enjoyed that very very much. That was. Um, and I'm, I I feel like as long as we're doing Zelina stuff, that the intro is going to be that W I T C H song because right, it's fair. just such a it's such a dope intro. <laughs> I'm going to get her credit so that we can uh, we can shout it out again. Um, and while we're speaking of credits, we don't we don't talk about this enough. Uh, our darling friend Heatherly is responsible for the uh, artwork that is our logo on Spotify and everywhere. Actually, our Storybook Circus logo. So the title logo i made but these beautiful illustrations of myself and isla in the actual enchanted forest was done by heatherly so um i just want to shout her out beautiful thank you for doing that and also lucas's birthday yes uh this episode was supposed to be out before lucas's actual birthday (laughs) And uh, now it has passed. So Lucas figured has we're just gonna announce it out now. of the kids club. Can you believe hey. that? Look at that. Guys, Picasso. I'm going to go on this cruise like and I'm going to make it my entire personality. And then I'm going to make every single person in Brookie Nation that is under the age of 18 in the Oceaneers Club. So, For those of you who don't know the kids club, the Oceaneers Club is a special place that you go to on the cruise if you are 18 and under? No. Well, that's, that's there's edge. like different. Yeah. So Vibe and Edge are for the teenagers. And then Oceaneer Club and Lab are for ages 3 to 12. And then 12, it's a it small world nursery are for the babes. 
the bidets. Um, so yeah, if you're a cruise line person or you have anything uh, that you'd like to know about cruise line, please contact your travel agent, Eilish Corsi, uh, at eilishcorsi.com. Thank you. I just made that up. Happy birthday, uh, Lucas. Happy birthday, Lucas. <laughs> and now we will say goodbye. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Now Here it's we go. time to say goodbye. We never wanted to end. Why can't we just <laughs> pretend? So then we oh. say goodbye. That's what we sang when we left our fire camp. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for showing up to episode 59 of the Storybrook Circus, also known as SBC. I am Isla Sikorsky. That's Mackie Mouse. We run this show. If you liked this show, we would really appreciate it if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can find more rookies to join our little nation. If you have any thoughts or feelings about the show, there are a couple different ways that you can let us know. You can call or text in to 207-536-8512. You can send us an email to thesbcpod at gmail.com. You can write us something in one of the chat rooms on the Discord. That link will be in our bio and show notes. We have an Instagram, the SBC Pod. We have personal Instagrams. Mine's Eilish Sikorsky. Mackie's is Mackie Mouse Media. Those links will also be in our show notes and our bio. If you feel like you would like to spend some money right now, you can. You can do it in two different ways. One, by buying merch and wearing our merch and telling people that you listen to SBC. It's etsy.com slash shop slash the SVC pod merch and you can also join our patreon we have some cool bonus content that's going to be going up there and we just really appreciate that you support this podcast in any way shape or form because a lot of work goes into it but also a lot of love goes into it and we love showing up time and time again to the show i think that's everything that i have to say so thank you for being there thank you for loving me thank you for loving me Thank you for being there. Oh, God. God. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our show. As always, all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. See you in the Enchanted Forest, everybody. See you (laughs) in Oz. Stay gold. Stay rumble. Bye. (laughs) Bye.